Oh, wait, did we not have an opening? We just discussed this man. <laughs> oh, wait. I, 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 well, no, no, no. We said shorter opening. We didn't say skip the opening altogether. Hi, everybody. Welcome back to Sunset City, a Sonic podcast for the classic and modern age. What the fuck are we doing? Hey, Nick, how, how you doing? What's what's up? I feel ancient and gross and I want to die. Take me back to my grave. I'm not supposed to exist anymore. <laughs> if anybody here was actually going to drag somebody to the grave, it was probably going to be the guy on the other side of the table. That would be Channel Pop. I'll do my best. <laughs> okay. Something right. about chaos on the podcast, cats and dogs living together. Sirs, how you doing? I think uh, I think Channel Pup is officially the undertaker of this podcast. And I am Wayne. I have uh, I, I have classic miscommunication. Just a right. up, Wayne, you swore in the first 30 seconds of the podcast. This is why we have the intros, is so that no one can curse during the first 30 seconds of the podcast. Ah, uh, yes, because... Otherwise, Susan Wojcicki's going to come in and take our banks, and I'm not going to be happy about that. T-Lope's music in the beginning has a magical effect where it calms everyone, and, and, and naughty words no longer utter out of your guttural larynx. I'm so as say... usual, the policy is super chats go at the very end, but don't worry, we are reading them and logging them down throughout the entire show. And of course, thank you. I I think we need to take Pups' lead for next week, and we all just do an obnoxious <laughs> voice clip from one of the games. That's our <laughs> so good. Oh logging yeah, this is happening. Wise from your way. <laughs> is that oh, uh, altered beast? Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. I haven't thought about that in a while. That was uh oh, yeah. that was the uh the, the gateway furry game, I think. Um yeah, and then Robin Hood was the gateway furry movie. Well I don't know. I'm thinking an array of topics today. <laughs> We've got quite an array of topics today, but we're gonna be starting off with the news of the casting of Super Mario Brothers, the movie from Illumination Entertainment coming next year. Uh, anyone have the list up? Because I actually don't. <laughs> I can, oh, I can just, just say it out loud. I mean, like, we know it's not Sonic related, but how do you, how do we not talk about that? Well, we can kind of make it Sonic related. Hey, remember a couple of weeks ago when people were complaining that Idris Alba sounded a little too old or unfitting for the role he was cast in? <laughs> illumination entertainment were just like challenge accepted <laughs> just phenomenal phenomenal i uh so all right so we have chris pratt as mario he's super cool according to the guy in the nintendo direct <laughs> oh yeah that was that was great the, you mean mario's father yeah that's that's who you mario's mean American the guy who created father. Mario. Wait, wait, you see, he said, according to the guy in Nintendo Direct, yeah, Miyamoto. The Gira Miyamoto. I, just, I want to go over this again. I only just recently got into Mario. Okay, I don't know. My I, guess, I guess it's one. Of, I was, I was about to. I was, I was about she, to say. I guess if it's not fucking Yuji Naka, you don't care, right? Gira Miyamoto is one of the most important people in all of video game history, and that yeah, dumb that piece of shit brought Chris <laughs> Pratt in to play his most beloved character. <laughs> <laughs> I, I mean, this is, uh, I was talking to my coworker last night and I was saying, you know what this means, right? De uh, it doesn't matter the quality of the Mario movie now. This is going to have uh, negative ramifications on any future prospects of Sonic movies. Wait. Or, or of, uh, or, or, I'm sorry, of uh, Nintendo movies. 
um, just based solely on the fact that if it is successful, then they will think, oh, uh, you know, this is just uh, this bare minimum, like, illumination bulb crap is just, that's gonna sell, and we just gotta, like, roll with that. I don't, I don't think it's gotten uh, an actual Italian to play Mario, like Robert De Niro or something. I don't like, think it's. I don't think it's a. It's a question of if. <laughs> it's it's Illumination Studio. They're they're going to be successful, hands down. There's no. We've there's... already got a Mario movie. It's called The Godfather. Fuck <laughs> sake! Oh my god! <laughs> oh my jeebus! But I can say this though: if there's one thing that I do like about Chris Pratt playing as a uh, playing as Mario, it confirms that Blue is a Yoshi. Princess yeah. God, that was the first thing the I saw was somebody's wedding. Dude, somebody I was just like, <laughs> "Does he get a, is Mario gonna go get some sarsaparilla pup?" <laughs> sarsaparilla. <laughs> oh man! Hey, yo, um, Spike, Mamma Mia, where's your sarsaparilla? I don't know where my sarsaparilla is, Mario. You wanna marry Peach on this <laughs> the day of Peach's wedding? <laughs> what? <laughs> <laughs> hey luigi where'd you get that fresh pepperoni hey yo i mean we I... are getting we are very closer to always sunny because yeah <laughs> luigi is voiced by charlie day yeah that's my favorite <laughs> casting choice right next to jack black as bowser this is the worst this is so bad this is no, so stupid i am so, i'm so happy to have jack black bowser jack black is the good he's the one casting choice i like so far. i hate i love all these guys like i love all of these actors even but, seth rogan donkey kong but <laughs> he has returned to monkey I he's, love not, he's not a horrible choice i'm gonna say this donkey kong and bowser are actually cast okay. It's the it's one question. The least like it was the least ridiculous out of all of them. I'm going to be honest with you. I Jack. Well, here's the thing about Seth Rogen and Jack Black. Okay, like, they don't play characters. Characters play them. That's it's so weird, dude. It's so do, unbelievably like, weird. Why is Jordan Peele playing Toad? Better than is Jordan. he going to scream? Is he going <laughs> to scream at the top of his lungs the entire time? Because I tell you what. <laughs> that might be the one thing to get me to buy a ticket for an just, illumination. Just imagine, though. just imagine the actual trailer just has Toad come out. You gotta cry. <laughs> just they should have let me voice Toad, man. Seriously, I would have done it. <laughs> I, Toad although will be granted, their Nick does not want me screaming down the mic anymore, so I'm not gonna do that. That's, that's very, I appreciate it. Either that, or I'll just move the mic away from my mouth and do it. Okay, yeah, <laughs> that's, yeah, that. No, it didn't make Jesus it better. Jesus Christ! It didn't make it better. <laughs> Up, I swear to fucking God. So as you can see, this, this morning, is why you're getting or fixed. evening for pup. We are all just all just taken over by the madness. I'll I'll say this. Um, I know we usually don't like illumination, just in terms of because they they just make the the Hollywood cartoon movie, you know. Yeah. But they also know what they're doing. I I'm sure there's going to be something they do with the design and the story that helps this be a little bit more palatable. It's we're clearly not going to get the, the standard version of our characters with yeah. this movie. And I've, I've heard literally every single one of these actors play a role convincingly enough that I'm engaged with whatever they're doing on the screen. So as much as I talk shit about Jack black, I mean, his, his turns as Poe is still pretty, pretty amazing. Oh, this is a one, a spice to meatball. <laughs> 
my uh, that's like my one thing I'm I'm really looking forward to the least is the designs of the characters because oh, I, I can't mean, wait. If you just look at Illumination characters. Yes, they all look the same. I'm gonna look at Mario and be like, "What in the name of lasagna lovers everywhere is this?" So you mean that we're we're going to get lanky Mario? Because that's not gonna feel good at all. I don't want it, Cyrus. I, I don't think they're going so much for for a lanky Mario as much as. I don't, I don't think, think they're trying to do. It. Sorry, I, I don't think they're going to go with a with a sexier Mario. I think the idea there was casting more uh, I, Lego movie. I wasn't going to say like I wasn't. I wasn't trying like, to say sexy Mario. I said I a lanky. Plumbing fixed. Eh? Look, Nick, I understand. <laughs> you don't want to play with these pipes, ma'am. I understand if the Who's down in Whoville are your thing, Nick. But Jesus. <laughs> I'm going to stick a plunger in your vagina. What? <laughs> That's oh. getting a little too no. far, Pump. No. There have now been seven Christ. meetings because of you. Jesus, fuck. I feel like it's more than seven. I feel like we're <laughs> past seven. I mean, how many episodes do we have? 29. <laughs> See, seven out of 29 is not bad. I'm just going to be real. I, I feel like an HR department would disagree. We need, so Mario we need is just going to be a minion in this movie, and it's going to be awful. We need an HR department, please. So I'm, I'm just saying. Gonna... I, I'm yeah. just. I'm sorry. I'm just saying. Like this, we are going by what we know the stock standard characters to be, mixing in with just a very strange set of voices. I'm. It might be its own thing. I. I don't think it's going to be a very good movie, but I think it'll be enough to get kids in the audience. Because some of my more normie friends that don't get obsessed over this they they love this shit they're absolutely fine with it and it's uh that's what they're there for <laughs> i'm just gonna 100 percent say straight up i think this is what's gonna happen the mario movie will break a billion at the box office because that's what illumination do they're a focus group driven marketing company first and foremost they make you know films that are no better than the bare minimum at best aside from despicable me one which was actually quite good but like yeah, like it will make a billion at the box office just because of how easily marketable it is. But Sonic Two will be better. It, uh, yeah, I, that's my thing. Is I it feels so strange to me that I have infinitely more faith in a Sonic the Hedgehog movie than I do in a Mario one. Yeah, it's very weird. The priorities are clearly very <laughs> different. Like if you look at the first teaser poster for Mario. It's the little item box with all of the celebrity cast names on it. Yep. You can see what the priorities are. Now, I'm going to say this. Now, if we talk about the first <laughs> Sonic movie's first teaser poster, that poster was awful because it had our creepy human Sonic. But you could see that the but priority he was in of silhouette, that poster, though. The priority, yeah, but you could still see his muscles. It's just muscles on a Sonic is just wrong. But like, um, I remember when I saw that poster, I was saying. If they can get this much wrong in the teaser poster, I dread to think what the film is going to be like. But Jamal Simmons retracted his message, and now I'm feeling intensely bothered. Well, uh, Jamal, if you put a new message on there, we'll we'll just count that as the super chat. Yeah, don't don't even worry about yeah. like super chatting it. Just you know, write a little clarification, and then you know, but, we'll, I mean, we'll get to it at the end of the show. Can, yeah, of course. Yeah, um, but like, yeah, no, a lot of people. Like a lot of people are saying, video game movies don't tend to break a billion, but this is illumination we're talking about. They could break a billion with just a singing elephant, and like now they've got the backing of the biggest video game mascot of all time. Not to mention when when video games 
when video game movies don't break a million, it's usually because video game movie for the longest time has been synonymous with live adaptation. And this is not yeah. a live adaptation. This is a video game movie that is going to be done in CG, which means that if if Illumination does not do what we think they're going to do and they go with like more classic designs for these characters, then it's going to be immediately recognizable and everybody's going to be, as soon as they see it, they go, oh, cool. I, I know the designs I know what will is. be classic. Sir, like, sir I think the designs what? will be the classics, like as if Illumination would hire a design department. Come on. I, 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 uh, there, there's like one thing that tells me everything about the direction. Your mouth fucking moves now. It does. Um, <laughs> also, you're not, you're not sharing your screen on the Discord. Um, and, uh, <laughs> There's one thing that tells me everything I need to know about the direction this movie is taking, how the characters are going to be designed, how they're going to be animated, how they're going to act in the godforsaken way they're going to talk. Donkey Kong is being played by Seth Rogen. <laughs> <laughs> can you he's just imagine? You know, he's going to be a stoner, but with bananas. Yes, I was about to say that he's going to he's going to he's just going to be like, yo, man, have you tried these bananas? Have you tried them? 50 milligrams. <laughs> All right, Sonic Movie 2, you got to up the ante with the star power. I want Gilbert Godfrey as Shadow. Maria! <laughs> <laughs> uh... Actually, he would make such a good scratch, though, wouldn't he? Oh, he... Jesus, you're not wrong. I know, Gilbert I'm... Godfrey yeah. as Scratch, and yeah. then the voice of Patrick Starr as Grounder, and then you, you got some going. <laughs> that would be just... <laughs> Now I'm just imagining Grounder going, oh boy, it's 3 a.m. It could work. I Tell me it would work. Oh my God. <laughs> I, want, I want that and, and, like, uh, in, in another Sonic movie, uh, Scratch and Grounder are there and then they're just being obnoxious little, Wait. you know, themselves throughout the entire you movie. And then at the end, the mid credit scene is... Um, they get uh they accidentally fall into a roboticizer but since they're already robots they just get turned into orbot and cubot <laughs> i hate that I, I think it should be the reverse order orbot and cubot become scratch and grounder i think we should just have a scratch and grounder <laughs> movie called scratch and grounder's big adventure also i just want to say scratch nick. and grounder go to white house uh, <laughs> white <it>. castle <laughs> nick wait no. hold on nick come on in the open mouth party's fine <laughs> I'm too Wait. lazy to do any editing right now. <laughs> I, I sincerely hope next week. I sincerely hope nobody clipped the come on in the open mouth. Well, now you've given them the idea. I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Jesus fucking Christ. All right. So here's the thing. Like, And, and uh, the chat is turning on us here a little bit. They got a good point. This is not a Mario podcast. We have kind of vented our feelings about it. We do think it's a little bit wacky. Um, it's gonna be interesting to see this because we don't have trailers for either of these movies, but they but Sonic 2 and Mario are coming out next year, so it is gonna be interesting looking back on it after the initial thoughts on everything. So I certainly had a lot of thoughts about that Sonic movie when it first was coming out, and by the time it came out, I was actually generally pretty positive on it, but I did not start off positive about it at all. Nobody did. Before though. we immediately say though, fuck Mario. I, I just want to say, like, I think the best way of doing this would have been to have the celebrity voice cast play the surrounding characters, but have Mario have his original voice and have him just not talk much at all in the film. So like your central character is mostly mute and he has his original voice. Because I, I just think this reeks of like 
you can see where the priorities are. You can I, see where those priorities are, man. Like this I, movie. I guess my last like note on it is because uh, Sonic. I I feel like when the Sonic movie came out, it it kind of um, at least to me, it gave me a new hope of what uh like movies could be for video game properties. Um, you know, I, I it's not a perfect film by any means. It, it is simplistic in some areas and everything like that, but I really enjoyed the movie and I felt like it understood the spirit of the characters and of the franchise. Agreed. And what hurts for me is that there's so much about Nintendo that I love and there's so many IPs I'd love to see stuff do. I know everybody wants to see some some Zelda like media. Personally, I would fucking kill for an animated Metroid series. I feel like that's not going to happen now if this is the direction they're taking with their with their media. I don't know, man. I think like if anyone was going to get like an illumination just safe uh, for everybody animated movie, Mario's the property to do it with. Yeah. I, I, I don't know about if I care about the voice cast or not, but I'm not going to pretend like I give a shit about like the deeper lore of any of the interactions between this cast. If they're going to get weird with it, let's get weird with it. I mean, they all of these people are talented. All of them. So, yeah, oh god, yeah. The Mario movie trailer, like Sony makes a good point, or Sony, like the Mario movie trailer has got to have K-pop in it. It's got to. <laughs> Do you think they could pull a uh, Wreck It Ralph and just have Sonic show up? That would be amazing, but no. <laughs> just ima- I doubt it. Imagine I doubt how it. weird it would be though if the if in the in the Mario movie everybody's got these like celebrity voice actors, but then Sonic comes in still voiced by Roger Craig Smith. Or I was going to say, he's uh, he comes in, he's voiced by Roger Craig Smith, but they're using the Dreamcast model. Or it's it's the standard uh, post-Unleash Sonic model we've been getting for a while, but it's voiced by Ben Schwartz. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Lord. So what um, I will say, though, is I think, like, even if it's only from a quality perspective, because I think Mario will do big numbers at the box office, bigger than Sonic can reach. But I think if Sonic can go at a quality point of view, be the better film or the more beloved one, that'll be a big win for Sonic. You know, the day people are saying, oh God, that Mario movie is so low quality trash. Sonic's where it's at. That would be quite a turn of the tables when it comes to like the reputations these characters have. <clears throat> Sorry to be a negative Nancy in terms of Sonic again, but I, I still don't think that's going to be the case. I, I do think this movie is going to just tear the shit out of Sonic. And like, I'm sure the Sonic fans are going to care more about the movie, but I think in terms of number and overall general opinion from people, I, it's just, there's a reason why they have this stupid formula, you know? Hey. And I, 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 I think it's going to do well. I think most people are going to like the Mario movie better because. I I'm gonna my prediction is like this as soon as they drop a trailer people are gonna turn around their opinion be like well that's actually pretty good like they're kind of selling me on the voices but either way either way like we have a genuine Mario and Sonic rivalry again guys and that's kind of exciting it's kind of cool uh speaking of which actually didn't just earlier this week we get a better look at uh Eggman's like new new we did yeah we got we We got his we got looks at his drip I, I think I think the first note everybody agrees. Wish it was red, but it does look cool. It does. I mean, I yeah. think a defense for the black um, is that like you have the Sonic cast and the heroes, and they're all in their fun, colorful colors. And Doctor Eggman just rocks up in like the blacks and the grays and stuff. It does make sense, and like especially yeah. as you've 
you tend to associate the character with their color, I guess, to a degree. God, no one clip that out of context, please. But like when it comes to Sonic, <laughs> you tend to kind of associate certain characters with certain colors. It's like you've got Knuckles already occupying the red spot. So provided Shadow's not in the movie, I guess it does make some sense to have Dr. Eggman rocking up in his black jacket, which yeah. looks cool as fuck. There's no pretending it doesn't. Like, yeah. It's a much cooler jacket than the first time, put it that way. Well, we did get that. Uh, we did get that beautiful little tease at the end of the first Sonic movie, where uh, where he's like he's offering in what we're assuming is Mushroom Hill, and um, he looks and sounds so much more Eggman. Yeah, and it's it's amazing. Uh, like there are even some lines in there where he almost sounded like Mike Pollock. There are um, like he's much more gravelly in that part. Like yeah. It was uh it was a it was a really fun scene and I was just like, oh man, I can't wait for a movie full of this Eggman. Uh and I don't know that we're gonna be getting that, but I'm still excited to see what they do with him. I don't think he'll have hair again, though, like especially like judging. Oh, by that the all got that all got fried off when he went through the portal. We already saw that. No, it showed well, him he, he was also it shaving it off, yeah. Yeah, he shaved it off with a rock. Existential. There's Eggman's midlife crisis. There we go. That's the name. It, of the it movie. is one of those things, though, where they take like quintessentially bald characters and then remove their hair in a very temporary way. It just takes me back to like Batman v Superman when we finally got like bald Lex Luthor, but it's just because they shaved his head in prison. It's like, well, to be fair, what's to stop him from growing it back? Like, did you ever see X Men uh, Midlife Crisis? He's, he came back to Green Hills to buy a motorcycle. X Men <laughs> Apocalypse had the stupidest way of taking away somebody's hair that I've ever seen. Oh, what was it again? It, it it was just like apocalypse's like doomsday machine just like uh just like he stopped having hair it just like fell out of his head while stuff was happening it was the only physical effect that i had on him yeah but it was, i'm just impressed that chemo. Someone... it was so weird it, it, it i'm was... just impressed that uh... someone out there remembers x-men apocalypse <laughs> i saw it one time i remember i remember the day because uh my dad i was so sad because uh my at the time girlfriend had just broken up with me like a day or two before that and so i'm like i'm uh uh we we were doing housekeeping stuff and and i'm i'm doing some cleaning and, and everything and uh, my dad comes in he's just like hey how, how you doing you wanna you wanna go not think about things for a while we got that new x-men movie out and uh so we went to go see x-men apocalypse and the movie wasn't good but i was happy to to be there with dad <laughs> watching a silly comic book movie it was better than not being there <laughs> <laughs> Imagine getting dumped. Couldn't be me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, dangly uh, no. parts. Oh man, glad we can laugh at our friend's pain. <laughs> um. Anyway, <laughs> as I say, just dismissively. I'm sorry. <laughs> oh God. Um. Okay. Well, I think we've said about pretty much all we can say with the movie stuff, but. We did have a couple of things like every now and then, like when there's not a whole lot of news. Um, we did have a guest we want to get on there. He's he's just busy today, so hopefully we'll get him on next week. But there are some things that I think have kind of sprouted up ever since colors kind of dropped. And um one of those one of those topics, especially for me, being the old man I am, has been just kind of looking back at what has actually been going on with Sega for the last four years or so in terms of the Sonic franchise. Because, and, and again, again, like I, the video's not out yet, but like I kind of get into it a little bit with my script. I'm a, I'm a little disappointed that Colors release in the state it did 
because it feels like it was just like decided to do this last year at some point. And it makes me wonder what what happened with Sonic Mania? Why didn't we get Sonic Mania 2? Like that seemed like the slam dunk obvious thing to happen. But it didn't. Like if you want to introduce new people to the Sonic series, why not hand them something that's like it, 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 Sonic. It's, it's it's 2D crystal meth in a in a package. I mean, it's... to be fair, I guess they didn't want to serve them out something that feels outdated for like their first uh installment. They wanted to show something that kind of reflects more what the future of the Sonic franchise could be like. Right. But... So you do that with an eleven year old Wii game. Yeah, I know, I know. I find it funny as well. <laughs> but like um like here's here's what i'm kind of saying here is like if sega really wants to commit to modern sonic being the main sonic i get it it makes sense to kind of show them what they consider is the best of what the modern sonic has to offer but like i think they're also doing the same kind of treatment with the sonic uh origins collection um in that that's a little taste of the classics um but yeah no like i was thinking this at the time sonic one came out like i remember when i was watching the end credits of the movie i was thinking they should make a Mania DLC where they just swap out the Sonic and Robotnik character models with the movie versions. <laughs> I, I mean, as much effort as they put into the new stuff for colors, that's that's right. Yeah, I don't. I think, I think it's, it's like Mortal idea. Kombat. Do it Mortal Kombat style, where it's just like they're just digitized in. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> it's, it's it's better than nothing, though, right? Like, oh my god, that would make me think. Okay, have any of you played the uh, the Street Fighter movie game? No, I own it. Okay, uh, of course you knew. So, so everybody knows that like Street Fighter was was you know at least Street Fighter Two was one of the most like fluid fighting games of its era, and then oh, yeah. and then the Street Fighter movie comes out. So the Street Fighter movie game comes out, and it is the stiffest, most unresponsive game. And instead of giving us the characters built as they already were, because those assets already existed, they digitized the characters from the movies and put them in. And it was... because It was, it was uh, Mortal wasn't Kombat. There, wasn't there one character that they, they only had like the actor there for like a day or something and they didn't get enough images of him? Yes. Yeah, that's true. Hang on, yeah. I'm my dog and sit with us. So I think oh, um, Ghost doing a Mania Two, today. doing a Mania Two, even if it's not necessarily Mania Two, but like just a, another you know classic Sonic style game from the main right. team, it yeah, seems like such thing. a yeah. no brainer. Like a, a no brainer business model for Sega would be. They're right now at a point where they're releasing like a modern Sonic game every five years or so. It would make so much sense if in that interim period we got classic Sonic style games. That way we could have them running in tandem. I know a lot of people would say, oh, but that means there's going to be way more classic games than modern games. And? But if it means that the modern games are bigger, and if it means that Sonic fans remain occupied for that time being, and as well as that, it means that Sonic fans of both eras are getting what they want, then it works. The problem that we're getting is, well, the problem that we had, especially in like 2017, was that we had classic Sonic and Sonic Mania and 2D gameplay, and then we had classic Sonic and Sonic Forces and lots of 2D gameplay. Dude, we've what always, we've always had more yeah. classic Sonic games ha uh, happening than 3D. Though, like anybody who makes that anybody who makes that complaint, would be ignoring the fact that between Adventure Two and Heroes, we had three fucking Sonic Advance games. Anybody yeah. who makes that complaint ignores that from sh uh, from Heroes to Shadow the Hedgehog, or uh, from Heroes to 06, we had two Sonic Rush games. Like. 
Yeah, and so Sega totally just reconsider that business model and bring it back. I mean, like, we've if... already done it. It worked before. Yeah. Do well, it again. the thing yeah. that's kind of stifling so... that, though, is the end to the handheld gaming market. And, like... and that's the thing is, uh, uh, this actually reminds me, uh, just a couple weeks ago, um, Scott the Waz, no relation, he actually did a little video about uh, <laughs> 2D games versus 3D. And um, he got into handhelds. And, you know, when consoles started moving on to 3D, you know, 2D games, because they were starting to become a little cheaper and, and less intensive uh, compared to what console games were doing at the time. Uh, for a while, there was almost this stigma towards 2D games that they were just strictly handheld and that they were in some ways lesser than um, than the 3D ones. I mean, just look at the reception of Metroid Dread, uh, all the detractors that were coming out there being like, $60 for a 2D game? What is this? It looks stupid. And I'm just like... Yo, you, don't you know. shut your disrespectful mouth. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. It's like go it's, back um, to your fucking corner, kid. That's the kind of where well, you're I at. I also will say, like, they shouldn't necessarily keep it to just classic Sonic either. Like, if it could be that, like, okay, the next big modern 3D Sonic game is in the next five years. You could have Sonic the Hedgehog Five. You could have Sonic Mania Two. You could have Sonic Rush Three. You could, you know, really build on those kind of things. Like, I would love to see another Rush-style Sonic game um like get dimps back in i know that the handheld gaming market has kind of put things like dimps and stuff to bed but i think sega should probably realize by now that there is a market for those kinds of games on consoles it, it's important to to uh yeah damn i really just gotta get this video out because yeah we, we are touching on points i i spent hours on with this script I'm um, for this video. so i mean i it's important to realize like we don't actually know who at Dimps has a uh, you know a lot of experience with Sonic under their belt, but if you know Perfect World, we have people who worked on the Rush series still at Dimps. They sh they should have handed off colors to them. They I mean I remember the Zippo leaks where the, where he was predicting that Dimps was working on a Sonic thing. They weren't, um, and that's who I would have given it to. Like we've talked about a hundred times before, like hey, there are there are teams that Sega's worked with that really understands what they're doing. And again, we need to emphasize when we say Mania Two, we don't mean like a literal sequel to Mania. That would be a smart choice. We just mean like, why are they not utilizing Christian Whitehead and his team on some capacity? I mean, it's just it's, it's low mind boggling. Budget. The yeah. money practically makes itself like, and I mean. Like, I don't think it should be Mania 2 either. Like, because I, I would rather have a new 2D Sonic game with all new levels. Like, an entirely new level selection. I 100% I like, agree. I think, uh, honestly, some of the best levels in Sonic Mania 1 were uh, were the original ones. And I think that some of those, uh, those uh, new ideas that they had, like Press Garden, um, good lord, that's one of my favorite Sonic levels ever now. It's, it's a really good level. Yeah. It, um, the music is fantastic. The the visuals are so good, and it's just a blast to play through. It's got these little mechanical bits and pieces in there that just make it so interesting. Little platformer in, in, in like environmental hazards, like jumping onto tree trunks that are like getting pushed into a into a grinder and stuff like that. It little things like that. If they can let that flow into its own game, like give me a game that is nothing but that just letting their uh their imagination run wild also well, like um maybe have the mania team or anyone on the mania team that knows how to do 3d have them do like a small 3d game between major releases like 
I just think like Sega should keep their mind open to having smaller releases between the big ones. The problem is right now, even the big releases feel like small releases. Like take yeah. your time on the big release. Don't make a Forces two, make an Unleashed two, and then have Mania twos between that waiting period. Simple. It's hmm. Yeah, I mean, like we know Whitehead has like he has um showed like he's toyed around with like three D engines and stuff like that years ago. He showed up on on Twitter and that. And the guy clearly loves this hedgehog and he's got some really cool ideas with how to interact with it. Yeah. I mean, like you, you it's, you keep the, someone like that on your payroll, but yeah. I'm seeing some old school Sega of Japan arrogance with this franchise when they desperately don't know what they're doing. And half the time they're releasing a Sonic game. It's them apologizing to the game press saying, don't worry. We got it this time, guys, we swear. So I saw I'm a tweet. Not that long ago. I'm sorry, but are you gonna say something serious? I, I, I'm, I'm trying. I, okay, so I'm trying to find the actual for, like number of of copies of games that Forces sold versus Mania, and a lot of the information I'm finding is either conflicting or somewhat obscure. Um, but you have to wonder. From from what I'm seeing, it looks like uh, Forces somehow managed to sell about five million copies between all the platforms it's on. Mm-hmm. And Mania sold about 1 million copies across all the platforms that it's on. Um, but at the same time, I have to wonder how much actual revenue does that translate to? Because Forces was discounted as soon as it came out and has been thir- thoroughly discounted past then, whereas Mania released as a $20 game. And it's maintained that outside of uh, infrequent sales. So... I'm trying to think because I know I know that part of the conversation is like the uh, a Mania Two or a Mania Two style game prints money for Sega because it's easy to make and it and it it sells a bajillion units and blah 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 blah. So I'm sitting here like, okay, how can we actually quantify this as opposed to pulling it out of our butts? And now I'm finding that it's really hard to quantify this because none of the numbers are, are consistent and it's infuriating. Yeah, that 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 million, I I really don't think that one's accurate by any stretch of the imagination. And people pull that out of their ass all the time when they're saying. Well, see, no one actually likes classic Sonic anymore. Like, no, you dumb bitch. Like, that's let's let's consider operating costs on top of everything else and distribution and the fact that this thing got a secondary release with plus there. There's something with with that release that that resonated with people. And more importantly, like, yeah, the longevity of the the game's power is is still there. Like it is still flaunted all the time whenever Sega's showing off the Sonic franchise. Like any anytime they do like Luna or like hey we're bringing some Sonic stuff over, they ain't doing it with forces. So, I I think mm, go ahead. I'm just it's one of those things where like I I know that when it when it comes to to Sonic discourse, where I, the the fandom is always fighting, right? Like we're we've always oh, yeah. got we've always got something that we're at each other's throats about where Sonic's concerned, and this is one of those things where I'm like, this is such an easy thing to to talk about without data and as i'm looking yeah. as, as i'm looking for the data on this and i'm not finding specifically uh things where it's just forces because like the 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 numbers data with forces is t- uh putting stuff like football manager and other things from sega in sure. in the exact same like quarters and shit so it makes me wonder how many times do you think this exact conversation has happened in the Sonic fandom, and nobody has known what the hell they're talking about. More unlikely. 
my my thing with <sighs> Sonic Mania because we have seen the discourse. Uh, we've seen a lot of people that want to hold on to things like Forces or the couple of other games that have come out before that. Uh, specifically the 3D ones, and then when they see all of the praise that Mania gets, you know, the immediate backlash, you know, comes pretty soon after, where it's just like, oh, you guys are just a bunch of nostalgic old men clinging onto your 2D games, yada yada. My whole thing is that Sonic Mania should not exist separately from future 3D games, in the same way that Sonic Adventure 1 learned lessons from Sonic 3 and Knuckles, I think the next 3D game needs to learn from Sonic Mania and a possible sequel to that. They need to take a look at everything that's good about the 2D side of Sonic, they need to slow the hell down, and, um, you know, figuratively, and uh, just kind of like figure out which mechanics are, are going to work for a 3D setting. Almost kind of start from scratch and redefine what a 3D Sonic game is, in my opinion. And um, it, it's like it reminded me of a tweet that I saw like earlier this week where uh, somebody said, I was sat down uh, to <laughs> demo a game. And uh, it started with the Sega staff saying, hey, don't worry, we've learned our lesson, we're bringing back the classic Sonic gameplay everybody wants, and six minutes later we were being introduced to something called a werehog. <laughs> it's like... <laughs> I, it's like... Uh, I, I feel like they don't know what classic parts of Sonic work. And even Sonic Mania took a lot of those elements that worked in something like... Uh, you know, the Genesis and, and uh, you know, Sega CD, like those Sonic games, and it still evolved it. It isn't just a nostalgia pandering trip. Uh, you know, they actually did some creative stuff with the formula. They they played around with the mechanics. And a funny something... board also for like mm -hmm. your un unleashed point um, is like when it comes to like reviving Sega, uh, classic Sonic, Sega have also proven that they don't really know what people liked about it in the past as well. When it was like, you know, Sonic 4 is the sequel we've been waiting for, what, 16 years or something? And then Sonic 4 comes along. It's like they clearly didn't really notice what it was about the classics other than the fact that it's in 2D. Yep. Um, and I'm just thinking like, what I want to see going forward is a 3D Sonic game, but with the amount of care and uh, intricacy that Sonic Mania has. Because like, it is frustrating being like a modern Sonic fan, someone who generally prefers the 3D stuff, and hearing like, ah, uh, like in classic Sonic Mania is the game to go towards and stuff. And mm. but like the thing is, it's totally justified because the game is made with so much care and there's so much intricate attention to detail, and that's what makes the game so good. Not that it's classic Sonic, not that it's a 2D game. It helps. It, it, yeah. it, it you know, it, it, it's the marriage of those elements. But what makes Sonic Mania great is not that it's a return to classic Sonic. It's how carefully made it is. Like, so, you, yeah. Well, you know, another thing that actually really helped Sonic Mania, at least from my perspective. Hmm. It's fucking simple, dude. Yeah, it, you, just it you, just, simple. you just pop it in and you're like, OK, I'm here for some good vibes. Oh, I even just mean like just mechanically, structurally, everything's simple. It's so straightforward. Versus, uh, I, I don't know if it's, uh, if it's, uh, good to, to just keep harping on forces, but, like, holy shit, they couldn't just land on an idea for that game. They had to throw everything at the wall and very little of it stuck. And it's there just has like... to be a through line. There has to be a vision, you know, like, yeah. you can't make a Sonic game made by focus groups. Not to mention, 
there's one thing that ga- that games like Mania and and any future games that were that would copy Mania's Mania's formula do that I I hope they continue to do that forces just doesn't do and that is the game gets the f- the, the the game's padding stuff it gets the fuck out of the way and just lets you play it whereas it, the first time through Sonic Forces, if you've ever restarted your copy of that game, every mm-hmm. single time you finish a level, here's this unlockable. Here's this unlockable. Here's this unlockable. And it's it's five to ten times every single time you complete a level. Whereas, there's that. And then there's the whole text box things, which persist throughout gameplay. Then yes. afterwards, you have to skip through an abundance of walls of text. And it's like, no one... like. E- even a cutscene is better than a wall of text in a Sonic game. Nobody and, wants a wall of text in a Sonic game. Yeah, because a cutscene at the very least is something that you... It, 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 it's at the very least memorable and can be memorable. Like, I know when I go through and I play Unleashed or Sonic Adventure 2, I, I watch those cutscenes again because I like them. They are memorable things to me. But if you give me just a, a, a JRPG wall of text, I don't care. In Especially not in a game like sonic and I, I i sincerely hope that if we do get more classic games if they decide hey let's go ahead and put more story focus in them i'm all for that but i i also hope that those games at least have the decency to have that story be presented in such a way where it doesn't feel like it's in my way of enjoying their game 100 so here's the thing i keep talking about with mania and classic sonic and everything else in general when it comes to modern sonic team and i think people forget this just i i don't know maybe i'm just not explaining my point as well as i can um the importance of these games isn't the fact that we are retreating back to what is safe and what is known the importance of mania to me is the fact that it understands what sonic is at its foundation and i think you need to understand that before you can build upon anything from there um when it comes to sonic i i don't want him to stay in 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 this bubble forever i don't want to retreat to that that what that's not why this these games were so special to me and that's not why four was so was as shitty as it was like four was as shitty as it was because it retreated away from every idea that made sonic special and wasn't bold enough to bring something new to the table Many re retreaded a lot of ground that we've been on before and it does emulate a lot of like old school uh graphical design but it also brings something new to the new to the table i don't recommend mania as the first sonic game anyone should play Mm. people can and it's and it's fine on its own but it works way better after you've beaten sonic 2 3 and hell cd and and one if you really want to jump there but it builds on these ideas it is a tougher game than the original classic games and it's because it understands Sonic, and it understands what Sonic is supposed to be. And, and it, I, I don't. It assumes it, you understand that when you walk in, too. It, it well, it's not going to waste your time, you know, trying to try to placate to Mario fans or desperately try new ideas that have nothing to do with Sonic. I will that, say that, this: I do think, and this is where it's going to get a bit controversial, but Sonic. Oh God! And then he died. Okay, cool. Someone, Continue your point. Took out Pup. Oh my God! <laughs> Did someone just put Pup down. Oh my God! <laughs> yes, what just okay? happened? He's I'm, dead. I'm sorry. Every no, sorry, sorry, sorry. No, I'm back. Okay. Every single episode, without fail, there is a point where my headphone jack or headset jack 
just unplugs itself. Oh. And I have to plug back in. And usually it happens at a time where I'm not mid-sentence, which is great. But this time, it got me. Um, but okay, <laughs> so something I was going to say is I think a big problem with Sonic in the 2010s was the Marioification of Sonic, as I call it. If you look oh, at Sonic cool. Colors, it's very much the Mario Galaxy of Sonic. It's very much a game where it's like, you played Mario Galaxy, you might like this. You look at Sonic Lost World, it's very much the Super Mario 3D world of Sonic. You like that game? Here's this one. I think that's subsided. Sonic Forces is evidence that Sonic is moving back into being Sonic again. Even if they got it completely wrong, it at least didn't have any Marioification there. And I think from the looks of like the... Uh, Sonic 2022 advert, we're back in photorealistic forest again. It doesn't look Mario anymore. And I think, like, one of the biggest foreign elements that the 2010s introduced to Sonic was that, hey, if you like Mario, you might like this aspect. If Sega are moving away from that, I think they're moving in a good direction. I think Mania might have given them a bit more confidence in Sonic as Sonic. And I think that's kind of how it should be. Mm. Because, like, put it this way. Mario fans are not looking for another Mario. They've got Mario. There's not going to be a better Mario than Mario. Sonic should just be Sonic. And I think Sonic Forces, as much as it bugged it up, as much as it is the worst of the Sonic-y Sonic, it's still Sonic-y Sonic, if you get what I'm saying. Uh, so, I would, I would agree with you if uh, Sonic Colors Ultimate wasn't a thing yeah okay yeah i, I feel mm -hmm. that <laughs> this is this is what they're they're bringing in it's like okay there are new movie fans this is how we want to introduce you to sonic the hedgehog it's it's been, it's been forces you like the been, sonic movie we want to introduce you to mario well that's the last time well i mean generations obviously what got great praise but they're like well this got great praise well this will be an easy win during the pandemic when everything's going nuts and we don't have anything ready to go with the new game um that aside, though, I mean, the Marification, this or that and the other, Sonic Forces is, I, I think it misunderstands Sonic the same way Sonic 4 did. I uh, I have no confidence in, in Sonic Team right now. I think they might put out something safe, but it's going to be the illumination of, of a game uh, franchise. It's not going to be the Pixar no. of it. Didn't they um, also move production to America, though? Like, are they not, like... For, they're for they're restructuring Sonic. again, yeah, and we'll, we'll see. It's a Sonic Team. We'll have to see. Fingers crossed. Still got but, Izuka, but like... No, I just like... I mean, again, man, like, after Ultimate, it's just... Like, it's the same shit over and over and over again, and it's been this for... For a very long time. The problem with Sonic isn't him being in 3D. It's the people running things in 3D don't know what the fuck they are doing. And I think ever since Adventure 1 and 2, we've been kind of desperate to get back to... Sonic confidently working with a Z axis, and I think it goes beyond art direction. It it goes beyond what the cutscenes are doing because for me, and it's always going to be the case, gameplay is king. And I'm not seeing once outside of like the boost formula that they are confidently bringing something to the table. And even with boost, that works as well as it does because it removes so much of the 3D element from the older games. So I, I know I'm sounding very negative here. Like I'm, I'm very curious about Rangers and I, I want to see what, what it plays out. And I really hope these restructures um, do something because we are still fresh with, with some of these ideas. Pandemics slowed us down and a few other things, but 
classic Sonic is still around and it's a separate thing. And I, I, I like, I still like the, the initial idea we all had, which was, was going to be like, okay, 3d is going to be a thing and classic is going to be its own thing. And maybe it sucks that it's like two separate dimensions if they're still known that, but like, obviously like these are two core parts of the franchise going forward, but you know, man, like it's just, they haven't, they haven't confidently shown me they know what to do with a Z axis yet. And, um, Anytime they do, recently, they're trying really hard to be Mario. They're also trying to add loads of 2D to it, you know? Like, yeah. that's that's the thing, is I'm game for more 2D Sonic games, but I also want more 3D in the 3D Sonic games. Yeah, man, I feel like that kid... I mean, imagine just being like a hardcore Kirby fan, and you've been stuck in that, that 90s desperation to see what your favorite character is going to do in 3d because that's all we all were doing back then we were all just nobody wanted more 2d mario nobody wanted more 2d sonic we love those games we did not want any more of those games we want to see how we could take these experiences into a literal new dimension and that's what mario did for us and that's what adventure eventually did for us as well a little bit you know more on focus but i mean the core sonic stuff is just rock solid as far as i'm concerned results vary results vary and it's just it kind of breaks my heart that it just they don't seem to understand what was so good about about adventure one and two you know but i one thing that it's just like one thing i kind of want to get back to with the sonic franchise this is going to sound like a very strange thing but like a lot of my favorite moments um are when they just kind of let sonic be a part of a world and they as fast as you're going and everything it just it always takes enough time to just kind of establish where you are if that makes sense i think back to places like uh the mystic ruins i think back to um even some of the levels in like uh sonic 06 i mean let's be real some of those landscapes are gorgeous like i want to be in those places i want to run around in in like the the dark rainy forests and stuff like that in in sonic um i mean we're getting a little bit of that in uh what i guess rangers uh uh, now that's not going to be the end all be all but it's just like if you let the world and the levels be a part of sonic as much as he's like running around through them i think that helps Whereas with Forces, it just kind of felt like everything was an action set piece and not an actual place. Yeah, yeah, you yeah. never felt like you were actually in the world. I mean, like it, if you look at like the Metropolis stage and like the Sunset City stage, it, like, <laughs> it looks like they're two, it looks like they're on two completely different worlds. Like there is no uniformity between those two places, but also just like, yeah, it feels like every place you're in is an action sequence as opposed to actually being a, a world that actually breathes. If Sonic rangers is anything like some of the rumors i've heard and like all the descriptions like there's an open world thing that it has some levels within there that it's got bosses that inhabit the open world including la from sonic unleashed mephilis the dark like I hope. Okay. that sounds great right. that sounds like the best goddamn game ever made but like you know like but like i'm liking these rumors like the idea that like different enemies from sonic's history will be inhabiting this world There'll be one that, way of making that sounds like false advertisement. That reeks of it reeks Sonic, of fake Sonic rumor. It, I mean, yeah, every time I they're agree. fake, it's be like they're bringing back a lot of things that you really want. Like, no, they're not. No, they're not. 
Although I, I do then. like the idea of facing off against the ghosts from Sonic Unleashed in yeah. gameplay. Like the the idea that a part of that open world could be like a haunted area or something. That could be like make that open world feel almost like a giant Disneyland, except it's not an amusement park run by Mickey Mouse. It's, it's like not Eggman Land. So there, so there is Eggman amusement park. So, so there is a Wild West in the Sonic world. So there is a. Uh, I don't know what else exists on planet Earth. Um, <laughs> Go I, outside I mean, and touch grass, find <laughs> out. So there is a Wild <laughs> West, so there is an Outback. Have it so that Sonic can run from the <laughs> Outback. Outback Steakhouse. To... Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> what, what else exists in, in the just... world? Uh, Wyoming. Wyoming. So Have Sonic what? been able to run from his equivalent to Wyoming to his equivalent to the Wild West to, Wild West, Wild to his rest. equivalent to the Australian Outback to his man i really so do you want sonic a... you want a sonic mod in the crew is what i'm hearing i i kind of yeah. just realized that my idea of the world is just the desert but <laughs> <laughs> basically but basically puppet it's it you're basically just wanting a slightly more uh a very slightly more grounded unleashed is what that sounds like in terms of yeah, like but yeah but like have it so that you can get there on foot there could be yeah. like a big bridge or a train. The Eurostar headed to Sunset City will be departing soon. So I just mean, like we had with recent those six games, recent games have been embracing that for for a while now. You know, was, I, I, I've been very confused why Sonic has never followed that formula when they bring in so many other elements of arcade racers for boost. They instead like pad it out with like super sluggish gameplay or classic stuff that just barely does the trick for one game at least but still right. isn't like actual pr proper classic like i mean why not follow burnout paradise or the crew or uh and you know adding some tony hawk in there as well so you have some fun in the open world like we have the capabilities to have games this big running this well but i love the idea yeah. that sonic could just be scampering along the sunny beaches of russia and then he could just take a boost and run into the ocean, screen fades to white, and then you just rock up in a whole other place. I just want, I were just like running through it like a proper open field, like kind of teasing what yeah, Planet so West like, did. You don't so, get on the Miles Electric and pick your country or continent or whatever. You actually, did I really just suggest that Russia has sandy beaches? You might, <laughs> you might have. Does it? Is, are there any Russians here that would like to clarify? It must do. It's not all snow and bears, is it? Well, here's the thing. <laughs> well, here's the thing I worry about about uh, about the next Sonic game more than anything else. I think it's going to be open world because they're they're just following gaming trends, That'd and they are they are at the yeah. very least trying to take it seriously. My concern is what they are bringing gameplay wise into this world. That's always been the issue with with Sonic Team for me. They don't understand basic momentum in in, in a two D format. I don't know if they really understand it in a third dimension as well put it like way. that's got to feel good more than if, anything else you know if they give it... sonic an energy meter and make him have to eat i will get upset <laughs> you, you know what would be kind of cool get a chili like dog a... to boost oh uh, no. <laughs> you want to run fast you gotta just, build uh, up your energy first and just when he boosts you just hear him rip a fat one now um <laughs> continue wayne sorry um Something that, that just kind of kept popping back into my mind when I'm thinking of like an open world Sonic game when you're going between all these different hubs and stuff like that, where you've got these larger locations that are all around the world, maybe across different worlds, is that maybe as you progress through the game, you unlock the ability to um, to like access new little gates 
that you can just start speed running through to get to the other locations faster, like almost instantaneously. If you guys played like God of War on the PS4, that game has a really interesting system where yes. um, warping between areas, it's all seamless. It's all happening in game. real time. There's not a loading screen to be seen unless you die. And it's just like you step into this gate, you enter this little like transition world, and then you come out the other side and you're in the location you were trying to get to. And it's, it's such super an immersive cool. experience. Like they need they need that for Sonic. They need yeah. a super immersive experience. Like And I, I feel like something like that, that could work perfectly for a Sonic game, especially something that's going on this huge quest line where you can just like you're running around in this foresty area, you're going through temples that is mandatory, that happens has to be in the next Sonic game, and then uh, you find a gate, and you unlock it, and uh, you burst through it, you're in this little transition-y area, and then when you come out the other side, you're just in the new location, and there's there's no loading between it, you're just getting that sense of speed and, and everything, and that... Eh... I want so to you're know. you're suggesting a, a and I'm sorry I stepped away to let my dog out. Uh, you're suggesting a game that actually utilizes current hardware power to its full extent. <laughs> As if Sonic would do that. <laughs> well, well, even the PS4 was able to do that with God of War. Is why I brought that up. But yeah, Ratchet and Clank did do it a lot more seamlessly with the like solid state drive of the PS5. Um, but I mean, it could be done even on PS4, even on Switch. I think honestly, depending on how they um how they do it the switch is not as underpowered as a lot of people seem to think it is it's no, not bad. but i i do think they uh they need to reconsider treating that like a handheld and try and embrace what would be good for for that system as opposed to you know like bringing out the full potential of like the the series x and the ps5 yeah which kind of brings me back to the initial question which is um uh, you know what's what's going on with with mania 2 I uh I kind of feel like that's that'd be a decent home for it would be on the Switch if they ever brought that back but um I mean we're let's yeah let's just live in a world where they finally figure out what makes a good 3D Sonic game and bring that going forward eventually Do you think then the fan base like once we have like a confident you know 3D Sonic game the fan base will kind of quit being so riled up and no, be no. more open to him No no no, no. Here's the thing. Here's the thing. The Never. Sonic the Sonic fan base is sufficiently large and sufficiently polarized that even when you have a perfectly good game, you're going to have people who are going to complain and bitch. So here, here here's my prediction. We get a perfect 3D Sonic game and then we get a Mania 2. So we have like a, a perfect 2D game, a perfect 3D game. The fans of the storybook games are going to freak the fuck out. Where's our third storybook game? That's fair. And it's fans of the gives a shit. Fans of actually the gives a shit. Era. Fans of the Colors era. Uh, the, will be well, like, nah, that's the storybook that fans care. Like, I, is, we, I think everyone understands. Like, that is good and dead. Like, nobody's expecting that to come back. Okay, right, but, like, but here's yeah, the thing. Colors era fans will be like, where's the 2D in this 3D they're, Sonic game? What the fuck? Or, or they're going to go, <laughs> where's my, you know, where where's my actual boost gameplay? They're going to start lamenting about the best era of boost gameplay. If we get a game that's, that's perfect in every way, but it doesn't have a melodramatic story, your adventure fans are going to be freaking out about the fact that they don't have their thing that's they're satisfied. The, the, the issue with the Sonic franchise is that it has spent so long without a good core identity that you have multiple different fans on polarized opposite ends almost like they're arguing about politics because there is no way to satisfy them all because in, as opposed to mario which with a few spin-offs aside has consistently given people one thing and one thing well 
that's not what Sonic's done. And so everybody's got this this little thing that they like, and it's so easy to disappoint them. See, that's um, what I've kind of been saying, like little low budget um installments between the big ones. So I uh I, I, I have understand. Have the big ones to play it safe with a uniform playstyle. Have the little low budget. Ones okay. To give all right. All right. Yeah, yeah. We know. We know. We've we've covered that point. I I just think that if we had these two things like being confidently built as well as they are, like obviously no fan base is going to be completely satisfied, but it is pretty prominently like either toxic or just aggressive in the Sonic fan base at times, especially when we have a shoddy prod, you know, product that is so split down the middle there because like Sonic Colors is is good enough, you know, as a game on its own. But like the more hardcore fan base, like we're going to notice like the the unforgivable like glitches and stuff that they put in there. I just feel like if they just put out good stuff, we would have a much tamer fan base. And I th I think that's the fairly obvious solution, right? I, I'm just saying, like, I think at this point, it's OK for us to be like be mad at Sega, like be properly mad at the management team for treating this like a low budget project. It, it, it I guess like just in the last couple of weeks specifically too, I mean, you guys know how, how frustrated I've been with, with a lot of the fans and everything else. And you know, that's, that's kind of come out of me and I don't like that about me, even after all this time, like I'm not above any of that. And I, I think it just comes down to Sega not caring as much as we do. <laughs> it drives me nuts, man. I think we just above all else need a Sonic game that, you know, pushes the boundaries a little bit, you know? Like, that was the whole thing with, like, Sonic on the Mega Drive, Sonic on the Dreamcast, stuff like that, is he always pushed to be, like, the prime current-gen experience. Yep. And, like, if you go yeah. into the PlayStation 4 in particular, like, does Forces really show what the console can do? No. Now, I get that it has to meet the demands of the Switch, but it doesn't even push what that can do either. Like, um, so, like, yeah, they need to just show what they can do with their hardware. You know, it kind of sucks because they they understood even back then, like, like you go. I mean, they always did. Obviously, like there's a bigger delineation between like the Game Boy Advance and the GameCube. But even with the Wii, they understood like have a separate development team make the the different Unleashed. They understood that, and they're. I don't think they're going to do that anymore. <laughs> oh. I think it's just going to be like it has to work on the Wii, but also it's going to be on everything else. So. Yeah, so they they kind of have to to work from from the ground up on that. It's it's a little sad to me that uh, Sonic is just kind of stuck now. Is kind of where he's at. It yeah. does. It does make me wonder though. I'm because uh, I mean, yeah, I guess we don't really have much else to say. Like, where's Mania Two or where's Christian Whitehead or anything like that? We I think we're all on the same page. We. I like Pup said, like have them work on something in between that doesn't cost as much as a bigger budget 3D game, you know, and put that out there to to placate either older fans or just current fans that like everything in between the larger things. One thing and... I was going to say with that before you kind of sorry shut me up last time <laughs> was that they could use those smaller games as opportunities to do little returns to certain playstyles that have previously been abandoned such as the storybook things you could get your sonic and the black knight 2 out of that i think it's unlikely yeah. i think the storybook thing is dead out of, of they could out of a uh, out of a 2d 
you you couldn't revisit no no that. no not necessarily that's what i was saying in that previous point was that you could do lower budget projects not necessarily 100% for classic sonic in 2d i okay so i've not played black knight i haven't either. um i have do people genuinely like the gameplay style or are people just like they really kind of latch on to Sonic getting real there for a minute at the end, like having that I really mean, humanizing ending. Oh, nobody knows, Nick. The The only thing that matters is that they're going to fervently defend their game without elaborating on any of the points that actually highlight the qualities of so it. of the Sonic fandom, what I was going to say is I think on paper, the idea of Sonic jumping into worlds of like fabled storybooks and fairy tales isn't a terrible idea for a series. No, um, absolutely not. I mean, so I could I could elaborate that's... on the things that I enjoyed as apparently the one person in this group that's played the damn thing. Yeah, go on, beat up Wayne. Go on, Cyrus. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, Wait, Wayne. Have you played it? Uh, not all the way through. Okay, I have so... a fucking go. See. Okay, okay. So here's the thing. There's a bunch of things that Black Knight does really, really well, and a thing, a bunch of things that it it just it abysmally fails on. Storyline wise, Black Knight's great. It it really does have a compelling story, and the way that it recontextualizes several of the characters, outside of the one point where Knuckles is screaming about how he's going to commit suicide because of honor, uh, is that part was weird. But outside of that, the way that it recontextualizes a lot of the characters is really really good, and it's it's a fun time for that. The the, the Sonic being real at the end there with Merlina. That's a favorite thing for a reason. But outside of that, gameplay-wise, the game's fine. It's not... Uh, this is a game that came out at the same time as Unleashed did. and Or not at the same time, but, you know, like I think it was like, like one year after Unleashed came out, we got Black Knight. And as a game, it functions perfectly fine. Um, it's not as janky as Sonic and the Secret Rings is. I also like Secret Rings, but the game runs off the same engine. So whereas Secret Rings tried to shoehorn in motion control for Sonic, Black Knight takes the motion control stuff and grafts it onto a joystick. So it feels a little, a little unnatural, but graphically the game pushed the Wii very, very far, like way more than it had any, any right to, um, gameplay wise Aside from polish issues where certain things didn't feel as good as they could, uh, there are ideas in it that I think worked really well. Like, say, your your homing attack with Sonic allows you to chainsaw with your sword. That's just an extension of what a Sonic spin dash in midair would be anyway, and that's something we'd been seeing in comic books and stuff for a while. So, like, stuff like that, it 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 again, it, it's recontextualizing a lot of those characters in a way that's just neat. Um... There are. What's up? Sorry, this is a weird point. I just thought of this, and this does not matter in the slightest. But I'm curious now. Uh, Sonic and the Black Knight. Is that the first time we ever saw Sonic in game with a chili dog? Yes. Yes. But after that, no, it was general. No, no, no. It was mentioned prior, Rose, wasn't it, Pop? Well, Sonic in Sonic Unleashed, uh, they did directly reference that chili dogs are his favorite at the yeah. store. Yeah. Um, but if you want to see him actually in a cutscene with a chili dog, yeah, it's that Black and Knight then generations. Of all the places. Yep. So weird. That's that's what they're bringing from the Western media is the chili dog. 
but it was uh i don't know it's 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 a game that i i would jesus wayne's dying over there <laughs> I, I, I just want like i want to i want to do a version of uh of nick's avatar now that's just punished apologist i'm just i mean robotization um more in, like an engaging you know fight between robotnik and and sonic's pals the, the all the freedom fighters sonic hooking uh, up with fiona Chili dogs. <laughs> Chili dogs. That's the thing that needs to come in. But no, I, I, I'll say this. The other great thing about Black Knight, and it may sound weird, you can beat that game in two hours. And it's not because the levels are significantly short, like forces levels or anything. It's just that if you if you sit down and you play it like a classic Sonic game, it is as long as a classic Sonic game with the levels not being... Again, they're they're not like 30-second levels like in forces. They're properly paced sonic levels but it lets you so go through it. generations yeah pretty because much if you if you took the padding out of generations you'd get black knight because with black knight a lot of the padding stuff is I mean, sitting there on padding, the side even with padding in sonic generations you can still beat it in about two hours like it's a really short game yeah. Yeah. i mean i, but I, that's something hate that I consider a good thing i would like sega to and i know it's a very difficult thing to do with sonic because he is fast at the end of the day but if they said like the next Sonic game is going to be six to eight hours long, I would be thrilled and over the moon because I want that. It's not two thousand and four anymore. I mean, nineteen ninety four anymore. Like, I would like a long Sonic game. I think focusing too much on trying to make more hours out of our lives is. Uh... <sighs> I think this is a matter of again, like it comes down to who's making the game. Because uh, there are a lot of game designers and developers that understand how to extend the the value of your of your product and spend more time with it. I and again, I don't think Sonic Team quite gets that. Um, I think that was probably my biggest problem with the the last ten years of Sonic. I'll, no, I'm going to throw Unleashed in there as well. I consider that all part of the same because uh, that's that's when management Try, kind of switched over, trying to pull more hours out of the franchise. In, but they don't do it in in fun ways. I think Colors did a pretty solid job in terms of the red rings and their distribution, but like the yeah. act, the act structure is very. This is very what I'm sloppy. kind of saying is I would like them to kind of go like I, I do see it as kind of an improvement from Unleashed. Like I, Unleashed is one of my favorites. I'm not gonna fucking pretend it's not, but I will say this: it makes more sense to yeah have a Sonic game where you're consistently going fast. I understand the frustration with Unleashed at the time it came out, but like I would like to see them reach eight hours of Sonic gameplay on the Sonic gameplay, like have an eight-hour-long right. Sonic Colors effectively. Now, the problem with that is, as I've said in the past, you can make massive levels and Sonic will just speed through them in minutes, and that's an issue. But yeah. it's like, if they're going to take their time with it, if they're going to have an unprecedented wait time for the next Sonic game, I would like them to be able to achieve that. Achieve a six to eight hour long Sonic game that yeah. is going fast the entire I, time. Yeah, I, I, I think there's there's means to do it. I just don't know if they've figured out how to do it. I uh, <laughs> Honestly, the, the one thing for me that really gets me with Sonic is um, I think that there needs to be a better emphasis on replayability versus initial playthrough. Um, yes, I, I think that's I think that's where I'm at as well. I prefer a Sonic game that's if it's going to be short, give me a reason to play it again. I do again. agree with that. Like I generations, I still play it yeah. to this day. Um, yeah, colors and generations have replayability in spades. 
Um, Force is worst of both worlds. Short, no replayability. Go on. I was going to say Wayne finished the point, though. Oh, sorry, my bad. No, um, yeah, no, uh, I mean, that's essentially what I was going to say. I mean, I've played through, like, the Chemical Plant Zone, or, or, or like, the, uh, the, um... Ah, uh, shoot, what the... What's the name of it? It was from Sonic Adventure 1, the, the city one. Shoot. Oh, uh, Speed Highway. Speed Highway. Speed Highway in Sonic Generations is amazing. I love that level, and I've played through it so many times, because it's just, like, obsessively going through it over and over and over, just perfecting my run and everything like that. I've gotten more time out of that than out of the longest Sonic games. It, it, it's like, if you can give me a short like four hour game like revengeance but you make it fun as shit i'm gonna play that more than like uh anything else that's like 60 hours yeah and i mean i think if they just made the the rating system a little more challenging to to sort through and give you a couple different kinds of collectibles through that level or i mean all of those levels i think that would have extended the play time by just maybe maybe just a couple hours here and there but i think it would have been enough to really help you out there because like i think the i really do think the the rating system uh really did brilliantly help extend the play time of a uh, th- uh, 3d sonic going forward mm-hmm. so i mean like i i even to this day i'll go back up and i'll um i'll do uh emerald coast from sonic adventure one i adore that level and just finding new ways to to speed through it and i guess kind of break the level and just kind of like uh find the little invisible walls and break through barriers and, and just go through it faster and faster. It's it's so much fun. And uh, I oh, wish yeah. that more levels in Sonic felt like little playgrounds. Whereas, like, I can't remember a single level from Forces. I can't remember, like, much from Colors either. And I'm and that's, again, like, just kind of coming off of somebody who's only experienced Colors Ultimate in the way that it was supposed to be released, I guess. Um, I guess I'm talking about the base game, too. I don't remember much of that game fondly. I don't dislike it, but it's just not that memorable to me. It was okay. And I miss being amazed by Sonic games. And that's even like, I didn't play Sonic Generations for the first time until last year. And that game, like, blew me away. And I just want more of that. Yeah. I think it's where a lot of us are, where we're like, we... This is where it it, it always comes back to this. Regardless of the individual things we want as as players of this franchise, we all want the same thing. We want Sonic games to not only be good, but we want them to be good enough to where people have reason to turn their heads and watch. When you're playing a game like Sonic Unleashed for the first time and somebody's coming up and watching you play it, at least the daytime levels there's something just mystifying about watching that game in motion the first time. It when really is. Oh, it's yeah. nuts, man. When yeah. you're, because I remember even the Wii version of the game with as graphically downgraded as it is, I would go to the local card shop and I would play that trying to S rank levels uh, in the middle of doing tournaments and people would just come by and watch and just be mystified at what that game was showing on display. And again, this is the Wii version of the game an infinitely uh, less graphically developed, uh, less fluid version still was a head turner when you go and you play the adventure games and you're you're doing those levels in your actual like you have you have a flow state just it is it is stupendous to watch somebody who's got the way to play those levels down just zip through them and that's something that we want to see going forward not just with somebody who's mastered one of those games but with just how it how it feels to watch somebody play them. We want to see the games be good and we want to see them be good enough to where they're a spectacle. 
because they're that damn impressive. And Sonic used to do that so often. But I think they, they understand now. the spectacle side of things. I think that the boost games probably have done that. I would argue probably almost better than than most of the other games. Uh, just in just strictly speaking, spectacle wise. Mm -hmm. um, so I think that part's just nice and safe. I just think they need to figure out, you know, everything in between all of that, which is what we're kind of hoping for. I mean, we we just kind of pull from what we know and um yeah an open world like that had some i mean yeah you could do mario you could do breath of the wild you could do that but like bring in tony hawk as well bring in some ramps that make sense for sonic and have that be like a platforming puzzle figure out how to boost your momentum up to a point where you can jump off walls this or that and the other to get you know the certain collectible on the map like that's how you extend some some time there or as people are pointing out like multiplayer and, and other sort of things like that as well um Hey, there's lots yeah, of, we just want to go Sonic game. <laughs> there's there's lots of ways to make Sonic work and work in a way that is impressive for viewers. Because that's because that's half of the problem right now. If you want to get people confident about Sonic games again going forward, the way to do that is not to make the uh, the, the bestest, most pleasing game of all time for everybody. The best way to do that is to make a good game that when somebody is playing it, the people who are watching want to play it too. Oh yeah, because when somebody's wa when somebody's watching like Game Grumps go through a Sonic game, the thought in most people's heads is not "I want to play that too." That looks fun. It's "Wow, Aaron's really suffering. This is hilarious." That's not what yeah. you want your you want your franchise to have notoriety, not infamy. I'm just saying. I think a really cool idea for something they could do with the boost is so that the boost isn't actually usable until Sonic has reached top speed organically. So, like, you still have to build your momentum to Sonic's natural top running speed. But then the little boost meter lights up, and then you can hit the boost button, and it will actually do something. I think you could do a, a few clever things with the boost if they really had to keep that stupid thing around. I say keep it. Like, it is something that makes Sonic quite distinctive. And one of the most satisfying parts of any Sonic game for me is just smacking into a horde of badniks with your face. I think, um... Just from the rumors we've heard, what I think would be kind of what would make sense to me is have that a clear delineation between the two, almost like Unleash, just, you know, instead of a werehog, yeah, something that makes more sense with Sonic, like maybe it goes a little bit closer to Adventure 1 in the open world and then like these smaller boost stages that we keep hearing about, that's where you can actually use the boost to its full extent or like you had the boost bar or something along those lines. You know, it's like just, you know, you keep those levels that are specifically designed around it, separated from the rest of whatever's happening on the map. You just make them both equally fun in their own measure and not completely divorced from one another. I know that doesn't sound like it makes a lot of sense, but in my head it does. And it makes sense to me because there's a there is a even in some of the earlier adventure games, there's a there's an attempt to, like, divorce what makes Sonic and what makes other mechanics just separate in their own areas and sometimes just finding a good way to go hey here's where the exploration is in the speed area not is knuckles's thing and, and that's I, well, I don't know and like i i'm already like double backing on something i'm saying in my brain which is like oh we should split some stuff up here with sonic and then i thought about that like you just got done spending literally hours upon hours talking about your problems with sonic colors and that was being um yeah, I mean, you could take the same control set into two different formats of gameplay within the same level. I don't like how it feels, though. 
And when I think about classic Sonic, I think Sonic just feels good at whatever speed he's going at. And even Sonic 1, when there is so much traditional platforming in that game, you still have the same base mechanics and momentum and speed and jump floatiness and, and weight. And it just, it always feels good. It just also looks super fucking cool when you're going at top speed. And it's very satisfying when you earn that speed. But um, I guess, I don't know. I guess I'm just saying I just want a good 3D Sonic game. <laughs> we all want a good 3D Sonic game. <laughs> yeah. yeah. I, I mean, it's, I, I want nothing but the best for this series. It's not That's not always going to be exactly up to par with my own expectations or, or my own desires or anything. But if the game is able to do something that impresses me that, it, you know, is is aside from my specific wants, I'm happy with that. I just want them to. I just want them to give a shit. So. Let's say we have the perfect 3D Sonic game. Yep. And we are happy and satisfied with that. Let's go back to that original point in the, the, the title of the thing here. And I know we always want to talk about the future of Sonic. That's just, I think that's just naturally where a lot of fans go to because we always want to know what's going to happen next. And please, the love of God, don't suck. But let's say we have that Sonic team has a handle on everything and we bring back Christian Whitehead. What would you guys want from, uh, from those guys? Like, personally, like if you don't want 2D, and also if we got a Mania 2 sequel specifically, and they did some playing some ideas there. What would you guys want from that? Can I throw something really silly at the table? Sure. Can we get Adventure 1 and 2, but reimagined by the Whitehead team in 2D? I'd love that. Ooh. I if would we, absolutely love that. I, I want, like, instead of treasure hunting stages, you have, you know, regular 2D gameplay with Knuckles, uh... You know, your Sonic stages are obviously going to be as, as the exact same way that they normally are. I want to see how they would take on using like the mechs, uh, making them a little more like a little more fluid and maybe a little more like playing like a Mega Man game, maybe. Like just interesting. Okay. Just go, hey, we're going to take this thing and we're going to take it for all it's worth, move it into 2D, and we're just going to make this ridiculously fun like even if some of the things don't make sense because again like Eggman and Tails as mechs they're not as agile as uh, you know as as any Mega Man character that you could potentially play but I want them to do that anyway because despite it not making as much sense within the context of adventure from the Whitehead team I don't want the best context for everything I want them to go what's the best way we can make this fun yeah, yeah. I, I want agree. um a replacement Sonic 4. Call it Sonic 4. Like you can you can say, oh, but that name's taken now. You got Sonic 4 episode one and Sonic 4 episode two. Just have Sonic 4. Just call and it Sonic 4. It's about time. Just com <laughs> completely overwrite the original game. Just you know, ignore it. Phantom Ruby dropped in there and just warped in <laughs> it's a mania style. I mean game now play. that now that the timelines have diverged and whatnot, if you want to call it that, you know, post forces world and all um have our other dimension classic sonic go on a brand new adventure or should i say venture la la and um just la -la. you know make a new ass original game that is a million times better than the original sonic 4 and that can't be difficult because my foot is a better game than sonic 4 <laughs> i would you know what i wouldn't hate i wouldn't hate 
first off, I mean, the game was getting better. Uh, episode two is, I mean, hands down better than one. And I am frustrated because I really like the concept of like merging, I guess a lot of fans do like merging some older concepts in together to create something interesting, which is building the death egg around little planet. Like what a cool concept and nothing happened of it. I say, let's, let's, let's skip episode three. Let's call it Sonic five. And we, we just place the game on that. That'd be dope. Nah. (laughs) (laughs) So. (sighs) Jesus. What about you, sirs? What, what would you want from, from that, that branch of the franchise? Didn't I, wasn't I the one that said I wanted the 2D adventure game? <laughs> was it Wayne? Oh, God. He's, I can now get you guys. Yeah, we've wow. already heard from Linkara. Let's hear from Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> First of all, I want to say that I hate Oni Plays. Oh, no. <laughs> oh, no. Now, come on, Scott. Let's hear from you. What, what do you say? Oh, no. God damn it. So, hey, y'all. Here to share my thoughts on Sonic the Hedgehog. Uh, I guess, like, would it have to be 2D? It's just from the Whitehead team, like from that from that division of, of Sega stuff. It doesn't have to be 2D. Maybe Sonic Jam 2 for all we fucking care. I mean, that's probably what they're doing. Let's be real. This guy sounds stupid. It's going to sound whiny and it's going to sound privileged old man. I want them to basically make another Sonic adventure. But you want it to be from Christian Whitehead? Yeah, I, I want Christian Whitehead to just play through Sonic Adventure 1 like like 50 times and then make a game. <laughs> That's the sound of me licking my lips at that idea. You'll, you'll just drink I'm down that, with that. I like I, all of your yeah. ideas so far. That's <laughs> <laughs> what I want, man. I want simple levels that, um, that when I say simple, I just mean like they're focused. Uh, you've got, uh, again, Emerald Coast. My God, it's such a good introductory level. You go through so many little places on just that little beach and there's so many little set pieces and there's so much to just mess around with in the physics um, with all these little mechanics. You can go more than one way. It just lets you explore and play around with it and stuff like that. It's not super railroaded. It's just this small, focused, little open area. And I love that. And I want that out of more Sonic levels. But Wayne, you, you need like an amazing opening set piece if you're going to do Adventure 3. Like you need something that can top City Escape. Yeah, Emerald Coast All I too. need is a killer <laughs> whale. Nah, 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 oh, nah, nah. Cool. That so, would just be, that would, you want Sonic 06. I was now. about to say, Sonic 06 already has you covered, my friend. <laughs> oh, you want, fuck off. You just want them to retread old ideas. You, okay, so you want the Sonic 4 of Sonic Adventure starting up with Emerald Beach and Speed... <laughs> Road. <laughs> no, what, you, what you need is like Sonic escaping from an erupting volcano or something to open up a Sonic Adventure three. Like, uh, have him I, do like a fucking Howard Houdini on us. Now I'm gonna. Uh, I'm gonna... Aiden, Aiden does make a, a good little point here. Uh, Aiden, uh, uh, Aiden Shower saying, "Well, Wayne, there is a problem. Making a good two D game doesn't mean you can make a good three D game." You're I not agree. Knowledge that weapon you didn't pay. But, <laughs> oh, no, 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 no. It's it's relevant to what I'm saying. Um, but I I do want to say that I do agree with that, especially to uh, you know to a degree. But it, we're also talking about Sonic Team did the same thing, didn't they? I mean, they moved on from from uh, Sonic on the Genesis over to Sonic Adventure 1. 
I don't want it to be perfect. I just want him to try. And I would I just want I don't want it to be a perfect product. I want it to be flawed. I want it to be a little messy. I want it's the same thing of like watching good claymation in action on on a film screen. I want to see the little prints. I want to see like somebody made this. It ruins the immersion, I guess, but it's part of what I love about Sonic is because Sonic Adventure 1 is so rough around the edges and it is so imperfect that it just feels like a little labor of love. And that's how I was introduced to this franchise. And that's just what I want to see a little bit more of. I, I, I think it needs to be said, though, like Adventure did come out at a time when the entire industry was trying to figure out 3D. I mean, yeah, Mario thoroughly figured a lot surprisingly out but i mean i mean mario was delayed for many years like the ultra 64 turned into nintendo 64 people forget like how long we waited for that to come out because it was really hard to figure out and adventure looked at like like the tip top of gaming when it first came out it was it yeah. was nuts how pretty that game was but wayne from what you're saying and what i'm understanding here because i think you got a you're getting onto a good point is if you want somebody to experiment with 3D, you want it to be somebody who understands the base of Sonic. Because mm -hmm. yeah, a good developer is a good developer, and it would be kind of cool to see them do, because this Amania started this trend, and I and I know he's an old fan. These are old fans like me, because Mania feels like he's making the game he always wanted when he was a kid, which was like, I bought a Sega Saturn, and I always, and then this is the what-if scenario, but now I have the chance to bring it to life. And maybe that's kind of what they're doing in your head anyway, like like 3D Sonic, but like that missing gap, like that Sonic world that eventually turned into adventure. Like, yeah, but that we're going to do like a full game, maybe oh. Saturn graphics or maybe they're the ones like they're just like you said, they're just going full on into their own thing there. I think that'd be be great. Is that? Yeah. Like retread those steps. You got people that understand the core base of Sonic. Let's see what they, they can do, you know, when they expand out from from their comfort zone and let's see them tackle Sonic in the third dimension. There's a comment here from Jux the Streamer, which basically says something I've been saying for years now. Let Toys for Bob make Sonic 5 and then let them start with an adventure remaster and then the magic they did for Crash 4 about time. <laughs> I would say skip Sonic 5. No one fucking likes 2D Sonic. Uh, just have them do... <laughs> have them do the Sonic Adventure uh, collection. And then have them do Sonic Adventure 3. I would be so game. And Toys for Bob is absolutely a developer I would trust to get it right. Because they clearly do their research on why these things are loved. Um, but yeah, that that's me done for the Mania discussion, I think. I think I've got out what I need to say. Yeah, I, I think now. <laughs> I think for me, for for Christian Whitehead, like I guess it, it just comes down to like the what if scenarios for each of them. Um, I, I I really like I'm kind of I really love all the ideas you guys had, honestly. I and if I but if I couldn't pick any of those, like let's see what Christian Whitehead can can do in 3D or uh, let's remake the adventure games, which is a brilliant idea. I mean, just everything you guys brought up, I think is great. Um, so I guess I'll tackle it from the sense of like, what if it was like Sonic 5? I think the safe thing we obviously would all want is like all original uh, games. Maybe play around with a new new uh, art style, like bring Triple Jazz in because Sonic Freedom is hands down one of the most beautiful uh, Sonic fan projects I've ever seen in my life. 
it is it is startling how beautiful that is and that needs to be an official product as far as i'm concerned um or if we had to do mania 2 and we had to revisit some of those ideas like you sprinkle in some original levels but you had to bring in old elements again i think i would like to see them tackle levels and ideas like they they started hinting at it and they do some good stuff in there but like bring in stuff that genuinely needed proper work and isn't going to see the light of day in any other fashion. So like <laughs> you're dreaming best you get in his green hill and chemical plant. <laughs> exactly. Right? Yeah, exactly. Stop but it's, hurting me. <laughs> but like make, make a fun labyrinth zone, make a fun, anything from knuckles chaotix, you know, like, yeah, like bringing that stuff. I, I think there's, there's still good ideas that could be redeemed. And I think mania Despite, you know, having to retread so much of what it did, I really do think a lot of what they were going for was like trying to redeem some really cool ideas that that were just kind of left by the wayside because the game itself just didn't think it was a great idea. I, I think they redeemed a lot of Sonic CD in there and even elements of, of Knuckles Chaotix with the uh, with the Encore gameplay. So that's that's what I would do. So, yeah. Wow. That's. All right. I guess. Well, I guess we want them to work on things. Before we wrap up on the mania discussion, I'd like to introduce you all to Pup's review uh, corner. So recently, I bought the plush Sonic Club Mochi Mochi Club <laughs> head, the disembodied, huggable oh, head Fucking of Christ. Sonic the Hedgehog for his thirtieth anniversary. I'm holding it in my hands. So right you you have Sonic the head. Chug? I have Sonic oh, the Hedgehog okay. to give me all the head I could possibly need. <laughs> there it oh. is. We got there. Yeah, um, we so in terms of the squish factor, he is nice and firm, but also squishable, which is just what you want, really, from your giant disembodied Sonic head. He's got a very soft material. Um, he's very well detailed, and yeah, I give him a 10 out of 10. So yeah, that's that's my little segment over. What the fuck? I mean, there you go. This is the pup pup reviews random obscure Sonic merch that if you have, you will, <laughs> you will definitely, definitely get laid after buying. I recommend you buying it. You know, it's a good thing to have stare at you while you're porking it out with your sweetheart. <laughs> I have, I have. Uh, I mean, I'm glad you like it. I'm not trying to take away from anything you enjoy, pup. Um, I I gotta say, just on on a personal level, that is one of those rare Sonic merch items. Like I, I have passed up. I have seen it in Target twice now. Looked at it and said, "No, nah, I'm good." I, <laughs> I got just, the... so weird, man. It's just, it's just a head. I got it's the life size. Uh... It's the first piece of my life size Sonic bubble toy. He's making a Sonic fur suit. <laughs> <laughs> I don't think I could fit my head in this. It's a little too small for that. I mean, if I did, it would be a Sonic with a freakishly small head. I think if you're going to go down the furry mascot suit, the way to go is the Joyopolis Sonic because he's delightful. I got a friend who just like messaged me on Facebook saying, Nick, how dare you disrespect the Mario? The cast is amazing. So there you go. Fucking normies. Him. I think that friendship yeah. just ended. That's weird. No, this is just basic <laughs> bitches. This is what they are. Useless idiots. Yeah, I'm sure the friendship's <laughs> over now that you called your friend a basic bitch on your podcast. He's fine. If it he's wasn't over, to... it is now. <laughs> he's, he's used to me being just a horrible asshole. He's we, the sweetest boy on the planet. We're all used to it, Nick. 
every yep. one of us. I'm just very, I'm a very abusive friend. I'm very sorry, everybody. So are we done? Can we go now? I gotta take a shit. We got, we got super chats. So you if you want to go take a, take a poopies, let's, uh, oh, no, let's my, do super wow. chats. Let's do these. That will help me shit. Um, okay. So scrolling all the way up to the very. I top. wish my fucking scroll wheel worked. This is agitating. <laughs> Who's Wait, start I, us off? I can, start? I can just go in here if you want. I'm already <laughs> at the top here. I mean, I was gonna say go around the table. Sorry, yeah, might as well if you want to start. Uh, Discord or my internet was just glitching out on me, so I kept dropping the call. Oh dear. Okay. Um. So, right. Devo. Um. Before we even got started, he pledged this. What a Chad. Um. Pledged forty nine dollar ninety nine. Says I can't be here in person today. You never are here on person in person. You're online. What are you talking about, man? <laughs> <laughs> but I still want to get this donation train rolling. Let's pile on the donations today and beat the record of seven eleven dollars. Also, Nick didn't pay me to do this. All right, Nick, that sounds kind of counterproductive, it's but you do. No, it sounds counterproductive. I was gonna say like you're paying <laughs> us to do this, dude. But thank. How you. much did you pay him? Forty nine dollar ninety nine. And then subsequently, then YouTube takes its third of that super chat. So We're making that... <laughs> a lost dipshit. Oh, good job. And then we cut that that money down in quarters <laughs> afterwards. Nick invests fifty dollars and he gains eight. Basically, that's how that goes. Yeah. For the eight dollars, Devo. Capitalism. You gotta, you, gotta, you gotta love taxes. So much fun. Um. So Sony gave us Canadian dollars in two seventy nine. Zavok for Mania 2 when? Yeah, well, when now, we get Mania 2. Immediately. It'll I want Zavok in everything. Zavok in Monkey Ball, please. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I, I mean, I think the I think IDW's proven to us like as long as you have a talented person handling the character, you're gonna have a better time than Lost World. Dude, this is yep, so. Just like when they added Zavok into The Walking Dead. Yep. <laughs> what? <laughs> the Metal Virus saga. Uh yeah, 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 yeah. All right, all right. Oh, yep, okay, yeah, it was okay. fun. <laughs> but I mean, you know, you give him a Christian Whitehead, he's gonna make a fun boss fight out of him. So. All right. So the, the next one's from Devin McCann for a uh, dollar ninety nine. Uh, no Wayne, only <laughs> Wallace. <laughs> <laughs> That's what you get. Wallace is employee. Yep, and uh, it's your turn now, Wallace. Go on, Wallace. <laughs> okay. Um. Yeah, I'm trying to. Hey, all. Wallace here. Just got... <laughs> I will come through this microphone, young man. Where's right, the, ev <laughs> the evil Dalek uh, with uh, what is this? A pound seventy nine? I don't yep. know. Yeah. It's, yep, it's yep. not American He's money. Taking us to pound um, town, Wayne. This is, this is our PP money, more. as far it's, as we it's know. Worth, it's worth more, dude. Like this is this is just for pup. Russell T. Davis, Vlad, RTD two. Hell yeah, Russell T. Davis. We, yeah, nope. he's come back. He's the showrunner for Doctor Who in 2022. No shit. Anniversary. So holy shit, Doctor Who's about to be relevant again. My childhood is fucking back. I'm over the moon. That's exciting. Well, good for you guys. I'll, I'll have to go check that out. Is it still the same current Doctor? Uh, no, it's going to be a different Doctor Who as well. Interesting. Okay. Well, that'll be cool. Oh, yes, right. my turn. I get to yeah. read for our pal Jamal with the five US dollar super chat. Happy birthday to Amy Rose and Metal Sonic yesterday. B theory forever. Winky face thumbs up. Yeah, happy <laughs> birthday, Amy and Metal. We did. Jeez. I think we've thoroughly celebrated at least Metal's birthday. Yeah, fuck Amy. Stupid woman. But for his... <laughs> oh, my God. But for his last birthday, he had 26 presents. This year, he should have 27. 
<laughs> but yeah, no, happy birthday, Amy. I guess whatever. <laughs> I'm, glad, I'm glad. I'm glad we talked about Sonic CD when we did. I guess that is we were close to being relevant. I mean, a couple yeah. weeks off, but still good for us. We're the best, is what I'm saying. Um, way past cool kids sent us five bucks. Thank you very much. Who's ready to play Sonic 2 for the fourth new way to do it on the Switch? Fourth, you are being very, generous. very generous. <laughs> I'm not even generous. Like you're very, very conservative with that number. Um, uh, Nintendo Switch on the line. Annie, but miss you, boys. Can I get a trans rights? Absolutely, trans rights. Oh yeah, oh, yeah. trans rights. Trans rights. Fuck yeah. Uh, sir, Next. your turn. Next one is from Mr. SP. Uh, $10 US. Uh, Jack Black is well known for being a pudgy guy who is surprisingly athletic, just like <laughs> Mario. And that's why he's the perfect Bowser. Yep, perfect. You know what, dude? I gotta say, like, everyone's been saying it online, but, like, if we don't get Danny DeVito as Wario, then what are we even doing with ourselves, you know? <laughs> perfect. So I think we need to get Ginger Bob as Danny DeVito as Wario. <laughs> Ginger Bob as Dunky as <laughs> Danny DeVito as Wario. Yes. All right, Wayne, you're up. Uh, we got Jamal Simmons uh, with two dollars. It was the one with the message redacted. Did we ever figure out what the, you can uh, you can fold that one, into yeah. the next one? Just fold uh, it in. Just say it's a four dollar. Another another four dollar or another two dollar to make four dollars. Uh, which one's which one's better, Sonic movie versus Mario movie? Why? I well, Mario's right. movie is not out yet. No, yes, it is. The... It came out ages ago. Yeah, it's I... called Minions. <laughs> <laughs> oh no! <laughs> the live-action Super Mario Brothers movie is uh... interesting trash. It's it's an anomaly. Say, I'm just I'm gonna go with Sonic movie because the Mario movie is made by Illumination and just fuck Illumination Entertainment. Fuck them. I'm not the biggest fan of the original Sonic movie. I think it's just a very basic family film with elements that I enjoy because I love Sonic. I, th I think it's fine and it's safe for what it is. I think Illumination is going to be pretty safe as well. But I guess in until we actually see the final product, I don't think it's really entirely fair for us to judge too harshly. Sonic yeah. 1 had a butthole joke, though. It, I mean, he had a really just a warm fart in that one. Like, I could no, feel no, it in his he, um, where, uh Where they thought Eggman was an alien. He was like, oh, are we going to get probed? And Sonic's like, I'm the one not wearing pants. So it confirms that Sonic has a butthole. I mean, and... they did that, too, with that with that really just juicy, heaty fart on the bed in the hotel room. OK, was... Nick, you keep your fixation on Sonic farts. The rest of us will talk about his feet. <laughs> <laughs> Which brings us to the next super chat. Guys, I don't think I want to talk about Sonic anymore. I don't Sonic think so either. Five USD. Well, okay, that's next episode. Is does Sonic have a retractable cock? Um, so Sonic Bot <laughs> sends five US dollars, saying, "I'm gonna watch the Mario movie for Jack Black." And I'm like, "I'm gonna stay straight up. If I was gonna watch the Mario movie, the number one reason would be because Jack Black, because I love Tenacious D. I love Jack Black. He's the man. Um, yeah, but no, because fuck." illumination <laughs> i really don't like illumination yeah so we'll see i'll well, i'm gonna wait for a trailer if nothing else because uh, right now I, <laughs> we're back in that sonic situation like the more i hear about it the less i like it but in the end i was uh, pleasantly surprised so we'll see uh all right so daza s gave us five pounds or daza 
Let me know if it's a hard Probably or a Daza. A. If he's English, it's Daza. Daza. Okay, we'll go Probably with that then. Probably short for Darren, I would imagine. Send us five pounds. Thank you very much. At the end of the Mario film, will Pikachu and Sonic appear to discuss the Smash Bros. initiative? Yes. They better. Please. Be I'm going to say <laughs> this. Get the subspace emissary movie. I'm going to say this. There was nothing that was announced yesterday that was quite as jarring as hearing that Ryan Reynolds was going to play fucking Pikachu. That is true, actually. Like, we're, we're, uh, we're all yep. very hesitant about Chris Pratt Mario, but like, yeah, Ryan Reynolds' Pikachu was quite a shock to the system as well. And I do think we all kind of forget, like, because he is known for being like a just a sexy Marvel boy these days. He did start off as Andy on Parks and Rec. He's still and not he Italian, did, he, though. And he was Emmett in the Lego movie. But is he going to do an Italian accent? I don't think so. I, I think I don't think be. he can to be, you know, oh, they're not going to. Be I, well, I it's a risky thing. We'll do. I mean, it's already, you know, get like a questionable thing. Italian. I want Papa John voicing Mario. Oh, God. No. 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 <laughs> I've no. eaten 30. Why be safe? Let's days. just let's just make it nice and American for everybody. That's how that's how we do it here in Hollywood. There will at least be an Italian dub. So if you want the authentic Mario experience, watch that. How do you whitewash your voice? My God. Oh, well, I guess my. the industry's done it forever, haven't they? Never mind. It's just lame, okay? He's Italian. I, I'm not I'm not disagreeing with you in the slightest. I just he's a talented guy. I'm, I'm trying so hard. I'm <laughs> trying seen, so hard to give benefit of the doubt, dude. I've never seen the movie for... Little Italy with Hayden Christensen and uh, Emma, whatever the fuck her second name is, as Italian family members. And it just it doesn't fly. Like you've got I, Hayden I, Christensen. Because the reason why I haven't heard of this. <laughs> Hayden Christensen in like bronzer with like jet black dyed hair. And he's like, hey, you got the pizzas in the oven. It's, it's the funniest shit I've ever I'm... seen. I'm gonna get to the ne- Nick. Is it you or me who's up next? It's you, sir. It's yours, sir. Okay, is it the one from from Cairo. Yep. Okay. Uh, Cairo gives. Thank you very much for the f- uh, five dollars. Hey, y'all, love the show. Always nice to listen to during work. I did want to ask, how do y'all feel about era discourse? Do you feel like it helps or detracts? I think it's. I th- I think it's neutral. Honestly, I don't think it. What pup? Why am I hearing myself through your mic? Mm. Um, <laughs> that sounds like a you problem. Sort your shit out. Sir. I love that. Yeah, it's like a you problem. <laughs> um, but so I. Th- yeah, oh, yeah, I see. Too. Yeah, yeah. No, Kara's a... voice is coming through on my end. Let me just turn my volume down a bit. Yeah. <laughs> Fucking hell! I, we're just gonna be glancing past that joke again. Anyway, um... hey, go on, Lightbringer. Come on. <laughs> <laughs> so I think I think for me, I, I think that it's pretty neutral because it, on the one hand, it is useful to compartmentalize Sonic via it. This is going to sound like a pun, but I don't mean it that way. It is useful to compartmentalize Sonic by generations. Uh, but at the same time, a sub discourse ends up happening where people start going about well, what is the meta era? And then I'm just like, okay, no, it's it's good to have these compartmentalized. It's not good to bitch about where the compartments are. This is just for organization. That's all it is. That's, I mean, that's the ultimate point. But I, I mean, like, I'm not gonna pretend like I'm above it. Like, I've debated back and forth. Like, I think it is more semantics, like just the term meta era. Like, I've, I've talked about that on the show. I've talked with Jay about it, who is the guy who came up with that term. People seem to forget that, which is weird. But like, I get along with Jay just fine. Like, he's a very pleasant dude. 
So I I think if we're as long as we're having discussions, I think it's important. And I, I, and I don't want to sound like an old man here, but I mean, I always do anyway. But I do think it gets lost a little bit on Twitter. It just depends on where you're having those discussions. But I think like here. I mean, I think when I'm actually in the like in a voice chat with you guys, especially after this past week, um, I think it goes to show like how much easier it is to talk with you guys about stuff we just flat out disagree on because we can hear each other's voices. We can hear the tone and we have an engaging conversation. So as long as we're having an engaging conversation, I think that makes makes a lot of difference. If um, I may, um, I, I got a shit real bad. I'll be right back. Right. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Um, so I guess that means that uh, we 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 move the next we move the next one over to Wayne. Wayne, do you wanna do you wanna talk about super super chat things? Yeah, yeah. So way past cool kid, uh, US five dollars. Sonic Movie Twitter just tweeted the Mar at the Mario movie. See you at the Oscars. That old rifle pre lives. Also, lol at Nintendo making Genesis controllers. Yeah, that, that is over bizarre, that. isn't it? This I don't. Is a I mean, weird we... timeline. This really is. I, I, I mean, more so want the 64 controller, but I am probably going to get that Genesis controller. I'm going to keep that in the box, man, just to just to hold it. I mean, I can't believe it's it's like it's been over 20 years since I held a held a GBA and seen Sonic Team's name appear on that in Sega and remembering how fucking weird that was. I'm still not over it. I'm still not over it. It's so weird, but I'm going to do it. So, pup, from your poo cam, do you want to get the next one? Let's no? let's just time for Nick. Okay, let's uh, keep going. That Jordo sent us five bucks saying Kirby Adventure to Battle. Yeah. And maybe in reference to uh, the Forgotten Lands? The Yeah, the Forgotten Lands, because we're getting that, that realistic-ish environment and stuff. I, I mean, it's realistic. I, I mean, we talked about it on, on, our, on my stream yesterday. Your twos. Yeah, we were both on each other's stream. Yeah. Um, I, I do think, like, they do have, like, they bring in more real-world elements, but it's still stylistically fits with what's happening with Kirby, even if it is jarring seeing him in an abandoned ruins. Um, and I think it embraces 3D a little bit better than Sonic Adventure 2 did. So, Fight yeah. me, you fuck. <laughs> anyway. I, it's nothing against it in Adventure 2, but it leans <laughs> further away from 3D than Adventure 1 did. I mean, At least in Sonic... In so far as like Sonic's levels are more linear in Adventure Two, I can get that. I guess my I guess my brain thinks that oh, when Sonic leans away from 3D, we get colors. It does, yeah. They kept doing it. Um, okay, so I guess I'll go ahead and get the next one from Jamal Simmons for two dollars. This Mario movie better be better than the 1992 movie. No, 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 no. I want this Mario movie to be ten times as cringy as the 1992 movie. I want, I want. Bowser coming out with a de-evolution gun trying to turn a Yoshi into an ape. I want this. Monkey! I can't wait for uh for Seth Roken Donkey Kong to come out with like a banana like weed smoothie twerking. <laughs> oh no, it's gonna be the Powerpuff Girls reboot, but Mario. God, just, some of these chats are just so damn funny talking about about pups poops who is in the chat while he's pooping he, he is pup got, pup got into the chocolate again he uh, actually did you talked about how he found like two-year-old halloween candy yesterday he, yeah this is literally he did this to himself everyone <laughs> this is his fault. God. oh my god all right so 
though from Smacko, Smacko, uh, pen, 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 P-E-N. say Smacko. What uh, is pen? That's an interesting the, currency. Uh, currency. Pen it is, is money. currency. It's five. Just it, gave us five pens. Sma- five no, no, no. no. Smacko, Smacko gave us five. We got five from Smacko. Uh, <laughs> five smacks on our, our Smackos. Right on our pen. Smacked us right on our pens. You know what I mean? It's, um, uh, Sonic Movie <laughs> Twitter just retweeted the Mario poster with the see you at the Oscars. The fight is on. Oh, okay. So uh, I, I guess that's, yeah. The same thing? Thanks for spending money to tell us this. <laughs> we appreciate it. I mean, we yeah. do appreciate it. Yeah. And I do love, I, um, I gotta say, if nothing else, I am excited to see some just playful shit talking between those, those Twitter accounts. That's going to be um, great. Jeremy Montoya sent us another fifty dollars. Sonic the Hedgehog. <laughs> I agree. Okay, but I'm just gonna let you know right now. Letterick raises up a good point. For fifty dollars, Peruvian souls knuckles the echidna. Thanks, Smacko. <laughs> Peruvian souls won't use. Okay, fair enough. Five fair enough. Smackos. Yeah, knuckles, knuckles the echidna from uh, Wait! from Letterick. I'm yeah, back. I'd say I'd say the uh, quadruple leg wins. Um, All right, Pup, you can get the you can get the literal rest of them if you want. Oh, really? Okay, right. Okay, okay, okay. Uh, where, where did we finish up? Wait, there's a lot more. What? No, I okay, was, well, just, I was just kidding. I was just I'll get, kidding. I'll get the next one. Where are we at? That Jordo, five dollars. Uh, Knuckles the Echidna. Wait, no, no, no. It's right wait, under wait, wait. Knuckles the Echidna. Yeah. Oh, hold up, hold up, hold up. Okay, that Jordo sends five dollars and says. Who needs the Street Fighter movie game when you can have the Dragon Ball Evolution movie fighting game? I mean, Kill real talk. Fire. No, no, no. Real talk compared to the two of them. The Evolution games is, is a solid game. Oh, it's man, I had to clean it's, the toilet after that. It's not. It's, ju- it's just wrong. Budokai. It's just Budokai. That's all it is. Why it's you, perfectly fine. Why are you pronouncing the O so strangely? Budokai. Budokai. Who cares? Because I'm 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 Japanese, and that's how we say it. That's no, country. you're not. That's, 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 there's a there's a weeb part of my brain that just fried listening to that. Just Budokai, <laughs> the Budokai, Budokai. No, stop, Budokai, the Budacious Kai. You know what welcome, I mean? Welcome to the American South. We have Dragon Ball Z Budokai on the PlayStation Two. Got your Tenkaichis, fresh and hot. Come get it. <laughs> I, I can't even tell you how many times I get calls of people asking for Tenkaichi 3. Anyway. Such a good okay. game. Wait, I can't. When I to the game store, yo, you got Grand Theft Auto IV? I sure do, buddy. I <laughs> sure you guys got inject it right into your veins. <laughs> you guys got Battletoads for the Wii? Oh, uh, no. I can't I... believe, like, you at least live in a world. Where it comes down to, <laughs> like you can actually say, you know, Battletoads is a thing again. Yo, who will about. be the next person to read? Uh, uh, yeah, Astonishing Red, $4.99. This has nothing to do with Missing Mania 2 or Pratt Mario, but Nick sounds like he has a good singing voice. Do you sing around your house? I literally hate singing. Yeah, he, he Nick doesn't know what joy is, so no, he doesn't. Go I on, get, Nick, sing I us a song. Sing get us... mad at people that. Just start randomly singing. Sing, I don't like fear kids in the no, 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 no. I am the same way, Nick. It drives me nuts. No, I dude, you gotta, it. you gotta sing. You've got a friend in me in the style of Randy Newman. Like, actually, do his voice as well. 
I mean, well, that just makes it funny. You're just doing a cartoon voice because that man is a cartoon. Or what about Louis Armstrong? You know, what a wonderful world. Actually, like that's where my Armstrong. brain that's what my brain did. Actually, like you said, Randy knew him. I thought it was just Louis Armstrong. All right, fucking do it. Time, let's do this, Nick. Let's fucking nope. sing. I hate singing. Nick, um, sing City Escape for us, serenade us. In, in the style of Louis Armstrong. Is there, is there a Rolling sing, sing around the touchdown. The places to go, gotta follow my rainbow. I really hope you just throw your voice out. Yeah, I, I've, I've, I've had my practice. Every time What a Wonderful World comes on anywhere, I will sing along with it in the voice. The you sound like not. a toad getting strangled during sex. Is what Do you, you sound like. Oh, I'm coming! Oh. <laughs> the best version of that song was when Second Form Frieza sang it in, in Dragon Ball Z abridged. I'm sorry. No, I, I don't know. Like, you guys know how it is. Like, it's just something weirdly just engaging for all you bastards that just enjoy me being a grumpy fucker. Like, my wife loves singing, and she knows I despise singing, but I, you know, I love her, so well, I'm fine with her singing. <clears throat> Jeremy Montoya, to so I can get away from this one before Nick uh, trashes his marriage. Um, <laughs> from Jeremy Montoya for $15. I'm about to get some Panera. Y'all want something? Yeah, totally. Uh, I'd love some tomato soup and a bread bowl, please. Bread and <laughs> soup Panera? shop over here in the it, States? Okay. Is gentrification the sandwich shop is what yes, that is. It is. What's gentrification? I... Is that like where you turn someone into a gentleman? No. Nick, I mean, you're you not need... too far off there. Do you want to explain well, that? Do you okay, want to explain here, that? Gentrification really is... really pretentious fast food. So gentrification... <laughs> I mean, yes, it is. Yes, it is. That is not untrue. Uh, gentrification is basically just when you take a low-income area and you start increasing the value of all of the houses in there, sometimes artificially via things like rent-seeking. Sometimes you're doing it by actually, like, you know, repairing everything and remodeling everything. Um, when you do that, though, low-income families that do live in those areas, because usually it's apartments, tend to be forced out. And so you end up getting a bunch of very pretentious, snobby people going into the newly gentrified area because, well, it's within their budget, but the people who weren't there oh, how fucking dare they let's not do that then well that's welcome to america all right america. Yeah. To read the next on one. the next episode of sunset city we talk about redlining i'm kidding uh, <laughs> and just uh, that one song it's a song isn't it no sonic redline was gonna be the name of no, never mind doesn't matter doesn't matter, doesn't matter. <laughs> anyway uh that Jordo responded with five dollars saying soup I agree. Uh, yep. Yeah, it's, I remember they had some like broccoli cheddar soup over there. Super good. So I'm, I have clothes that I got from soup. Why are you buying clothes at the soup store? Fuck, Fuck you. So Lederick sends in five US dollars and he thinks to himself, Panera's turkey sandwich. No. <laughs> I love that people actually spent money. <laughs> to ask for an order from Panera. That's fantastic. You could have spent that Nick, on an actual turkey sandwich. Nick, what do you do in no, a drive-thru? No, not a Panera. That's that's half of what it's going to cost you, man. What do you what do oh, you really? do at a drive-thru? Yeah, Panera's expensive as shit. That yeah, dude. bad. Jeez. No, if you want you want a meal at you want a meal at Panera, you're spending 10 to 15. dollars It's like it's like that mid-tier kind of a spot like it's it's not as like just fast and dirty as McDonald's, but it's not quite like a full-on restaurant either. Like, you can Ooh, sit down in it, but you're going to just, yeah. It's that weird middle ground. Anyway, what were you going to ask me, Cyrus? I was going to say, like, you, you said uh, people are just handing money to say their orders to Panera. What do you think a fucking drive-thru is, you old man? 
<laughs> but handing money to say your order. I just <laughs> that's well, I mean they, here's the thing different. like they're just <laughs> they're just spending money to not get food is what they're yeah, saying. Yeah, when you go through a drive-through, you get something. Right. <laughs> well, guess what you get here? Our voices talking about your order and judging That's you for where you it. get you dirty <laughs> no, Read the next <laughs> chat before these guys continue. Come on, let's do this. Let's go. We didn't interrupt. Take all my money, you Nazi. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. Oh, <laughs> uh, I'm funny. It's fine. Uh, Bebop Nux sent five pounds our way. Sonic Colors Ultimate should have never been called as such because it doesn't even try to add how Smash Ultimate did. Ultimate has been tainted. Sonic Dang. Colors has been tainted. <laughs> yeah. They use that term to to grab. I mean, God damn it! I hate ruining my script. They're they're going for that crowd. They're going for parents that know their kids like Smash Brothers or confusing mm. kids or confusing, you know, mothers that are trying to find Smash Brothers. They're just going. They're copying Nintendo again. Is what they're doing. Hey, uh, we also have one from a uh, game apologist. I don't see the money amount, but it says be right back. Mm. Dog has to shit. Oh, wait. <laughs> <laughs> oh, it's a different dog. I get it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Puppy said something. Oh, well, uh, yeah, serious. I was just saying, um, you're into a. Uh, I was saying, uh, how much is in here? Lady driving in front of me this morning was going 10 under the speed limit holding a Panera Foundry. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, Chow Mix. Now that you've now that you've said something about that lady, she wants to speak to your manager. Oh goodness! Good to have oh. Chow Mix and Tom Topics here, and Bob and Dave and so, Davidson Dolliver and Black Yakuza. I every ink everyone. It's just good to see everybody here. Suris sends an eighteen thirty two super chat. Saying, <laughs> Be right back. Need to help Raz with a work thing. You want to get the actual super chat in there now? Yeah, no, I think that's Wayne's turn, isn't it? That's Ledger. God damn it. It's serious. We're out of we're completely out of order now, is what we are. Okay, Cyrus, read. <laughs> I don't know how to do Led that. Um for uh, yes. Ledger. Did you start like Georgia asking us to do it like round table and you just you brought it you you yourself brought it into this madness. I'm from the state this. of Georgia. I don't know how to read. <laughs> he built the house and burned it down. <laughs> I haven't burned it down yet, but I did build forty percent of my house. We're proud of you. That's actually genuinely like like good, good things to learn. Yeah, I'm uh... so wasteful, man. I just <laughs> shat and I flushed it away. Like, you should be. So Ledrick like gave us dog. five dollars. There's an easy way to get more hours out of a Sonic game. Chow Garden. Yeah, it was so Yes. Yep. Chow Garden. Fucking Chow Garden. Give it to me. We just partner with Bandai. Give me a fucking Tamagotchi that links with the game to go with it. All right, I, I joked about this on on Twitter, and someone actually flat out corrected me. I was like, "Why don't I just make a Chow Tamagotchi?" And people like, were like, "We did that." Sonic's been, well, no, Sonic's been in a Tamagotchi before. Like, are you fucking kidding me? What? <laughs> oh yeah, yeah. I actively ordered the Japanese uh, Tamagotchi game uh, for the Sega Saturn because I think Sonic is unlockable in there. So I'm going to explore that soon. Yeah, holy and shit! And I'm going to track down the Tamagotchi. Right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, right. I will confirm one way or the other because there's not a lot of information online about it. From... Sirius, it is your turn on the next super chat since Nick insisted on curling out a Cleveland steamer all over your <laughs> I guess we all have to take a shit on this episode, don't we? Yes, <laughs> I, I literally yet. am about to explode right now. Sonic Bot! Shit! 
SonicBot, thank you very much for the $20. A multiplayer mode would also be a good way to increase playtime, like racing each other's ghosts to get a better time or something, like uh, like SA2 did with the Battle Port, uh, but with online. I Okay, so there's a thing I want to say real quick in regards to that. I am still pissed that the port of battle on Steam does not have multiplayer Chow Garden activities. I just want to race Nick's dog now that you mention it. And pooping? No, just it says race ghosts. So I want to race ghosts. It's just it's just one person playing Sonic. It's the other one just hitting (laughs) that slow ghost. Ghost. (laughs) My dog just looked at me. (laughs) (laughs) Ghost, show me, show me where the Jade Wisp touched you. Oh, Wayne, it's your turn. Okay, so uh. And just find my place here. Yeah, from Jerome McCullough, uh, two pounds. Uh, Sonic team are burnt out. Should they make a new IP? Code Steel. Um, yes. Code Steel. Absolutely. Cold Steel the Hedgehog. Cold Steel Hedgehog. I want to say yes, <laughs> but I feel like uh, it's the same approach as like people who do Sonic content on YouTube trying to do something that isn't Sonic related and then just it bombing. Immediately. No one's going to give a shit, you know, like the yeah. thing with Sonic is like make a new IP by all means, but don't ever expect it to replace Sonic. Think, because, think of every like, time that Game Freak has tried to make a new IP and how many times it's failed. Yeah, but that's partially because the games are kind of whatever. I mean, it's, wow, it's Sonic just like make... the things Sonic team makes. <laughs> Not really. Not in the older days anyway. Some of the stuff they worked on was like some of the most prominent stuff going on with Sega at the time. Knights, Fantasy Star Online, Puyo Puyo. Like they've all worked on stuff that has done good for Sega, but it just depends on who's working on anything. Like that's just how it goes. That's why the dude who made Super Monkey Ball is making Yakuza. Good developer is a good developer. Seriously, if they have to keep a retirement home, or are you doing it? Oh my God. (laughs) (laughs) On the next episode of Sunset City. Back in my day. Well, my point is, when you have a good developer, give them the the means to let their creativity flourish, because you're likely going to get a good good product out of it. I mean, you'll get weird crap with Death Stranding, but if they are burnt out on Sonic, hand it off to somebody who is inspired and has some fresh ideas to bring to the table, and let them work on something else. Well, Sega work on Among Us time. too. <laughs> there you go. I I think it'd be a good idea. I certainly think the the management with Sonic needs a little work, and it sounds like that's what they're doing right now. So we'll see. We've got um, a four US dollar ninety nine from Devin McCann. Says, "Let's keep these donations going. Nick is a cool and handsome man, and in no way threaten me or my family. So I would ask for more donations." <laughs> oh, I think there's also. Oh wait, no, that I wrote that. Never mind. <laughs> okay, yep. There we go. Uh, sir, it's your turn. Uh, from AKA Shodan, now that I've been properly corrected on that in other streams. Um, <laughs> we just have $20 sent in with, uh, with, uh, no context. So, you know. Yogurt mail! Anyways. And Bob, yes, Rise Star is a Sonic team game. Um, Wayne, your turn, I think. Uh, from AKA Shodan. Uh, yeah, so Sonic Bot, US, $2, but... Banana bacon? Banana bacon. Uh, I think that's what he wants from Panera Bread. Sure. That sounds like what Donkey Kong wants from Panera when he's got the munchies. 
Yeah. <laughs> Just Back in the middle of a drive through like, sir, we don't serve that. <laughs> Make it. <laughs> You, guys, you, you, guys got <laughs> you ever watch Pineapple Express? <laughs> you want to see my coconuts? <laughs> Jesus fucking Christ. Man. You want to meet my friend James Franco? <laughs> I now refuse to work with James Franco. <laughs> oh, can oh, Diddy, Kong, Big Mouse can Diddy Kong be voiced by James Franco? <laughs> God, no. I'm gonna die. Mario killed my father. <laughs> uh... Okay. Since uh, I missed okay, my so... bananas, <laughs> I missed them a lot. <laughs> <laughs> I missed my bananas, Didi. I missed God them a damn lot. Damn it! Let me read the book Black Yakuza '94. Okay, I'll be back. <laughs> since five US dollars, saying since we're making crash comparisons, they pull a Crash Four and retcon all games past Sonic Three and essentially work from there. Don't do that. Don't do that. Just retcon Sonic Four, not the rest of it. <laughs> I've Did you back on Sonic times. 4? Yes. At what cost? <laughs> Everything. <laughs> <laughs> Wait, wouldn't it be even wouldn't it be better for this to be just like Tom Tom Holland comes in? I want everyone to forget about Sonic 4. Okay, okay, but can some people remember Adventure 2? Not how it works, kid! Tom Holland's is literally SA2 fading into dust. Like, I'm so sorry, Mr. Pup. <laughs> I don't feel so good. Uh, uh, like a... staring up at you is this what you wanted Maria <laughs> this, <laughs> this is what you wanted right as, you're, as, as the legs cost? are fading out this is my if... promise I made to you Maria. <laughs> <laughs> the heat death of the Ow. universe is going to be great <laughs> <laughs> Someone read Rocky Dave, God damn it! You're, look, I'm just trying to tell you that if it comes down to it, okay, I I'm just happy that we got a little resolution to Shadow's character later in a colors Twitter takeover. Okay, <laughs> okay, come on, Pontac, read out the next fucking super chat. Hmm. Oh my God, uh, is it me? It's you, yes. Oh God, fucking damn it. Um, anyway. Aki Dave, thank you very much for the $1.99 pennies. Imagine a Mirror's Edge slash Ghost Runner, but Sonic. Uh, so, at the speed Sonic goes, I can imagine that getting me very ill. Yay. Agreed. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I think there's uh, some good ideas there, for sure. Um, but I think they uh, attempted that in Lost World. I, I think parkour with sonic is is a fairly good idea it just it needed more utilization and a little bit more tweaking maybe we'll get back to it it would be nice to to see that i mean it doesn't have to be like literally mirror's edge where but... it's all first person like all right hey, you guys saw the you guys saw the generations mod right yes. like it looked really cool right up until he, you know start flipping around. As, soon as, <laughs> as soon as he does the homing attack you're like oh uh oh you'd have to oh, find some way right. of justifying sonic. that sonic doesn't directly see when he's Maybe he just has his eyes closed whenever he spins or something. Or it's like it's just a very specified segment of the game itself. But... The challenge is, can you navigate your homing attacks in the dark with your eyes shut? Just like when I play Star Fox 64 now, I play it almost exclusively in first-person mode just because it's that much fucking harder. Yeah. Okay. Um, Wayne, I think it's your turn. 
Uh, let's see. Uh, Devin McCann, $5. Nick wanted me to tell you that I just fell down the stairs and everyone should donate more. Oh, God. You're spending <laughs> money for abuse jokes. Good Lord. No. Oh, oh, my God. Peace, so are you saying <laughs> that we'll that's... Uh, well... I mean... And with that... <laughs> We uh, have uh, another another <laughs> And with that, we have two dollars from Sonic Bot. Uh Sonic soccer game like uh Mario Strikers charged. No sports. I gotta say, I, I, it's very weird that <laughs> that Mario got that insane art style and that addictive uh that gameplay that really would have been fitting for Sonic, especially of that era. That art style would have been so fucking cool on Sonic, oh my god. Sonic Riders got close. Ginger Bob, we know, just let I mean, him have it. Okay? That art, that art style is really close to what Sonic Battle had, actually. That like the angular line art and everything. It's that even is more... true. Uh, yeah, yeah. Ginger Bob, let but, the babies but have their Sonic Strikers is good. <laughs> Fuck you, Wayne. <laughs> <laughs> we are no longer friends from this point. Oh, Shadow Basketball, perfect. I want it in that exact style from the McDonald's commercial. And, and on that note, <laughs> on that note, my dog is looking at me. So I'm going to have to let him out here soon. Uh, guys, I think it's about time we we wrap things up. Anything else we have to say? Remember to wear protection, kids. Don't be a sucker. Be a safe fucker. You've heard it here first. I swear to God. Okay. All right. Well, guys, if you want to find more of us on our respective platforms, I'm Nick. I do a thing called Game Apologist. Uh, and I could actually use your help because I am trying to get away from my day job. Um, leaving in this next month here. And I keep putting out videos that I know a lot of people aren't going to like because it's not Sonic related. I shouldn't say that. I'm not interested in. <laughs> but... Give it a shot anyway. You might enjoy what you see. I promise you. So if you want to check out Game Apologist, I got I got crap up there. My cruise and blast stuff was fun, and I just put up a, a quick highlight of uh, me and Cirrus going over the Nintendo highlights from yesterday, which was a good time. Did you just say though? I promise you might enjoy what you see. It's not much of a yes. promise, is it? No, it's an <laughs> accurate promise. I promise oh, okay. there is potentiality. I promise. It's better than sex. It's just it's, the best. It's not something you're necessarily going to hate. You might, but you might not. <laughs> it, look, a Game Apologist video is like pizza. Even when it's bad, it's still at least enjoyable to consume. Yeah, where am I bad? Oh, no. Oh, no. <laughs> Self-doubt. Yeah, go check it out. And I do actually have to, I will have to get going soon because I have to I have to send out because I did a contest recently for for Cruise and Blast and I got to send that out today since I have free time finally to the winner. So I'm going to go do that. Yeah. And Cirrus, what do you do? Uh, suffer. But no, really. Um, So I've got the, I've got two channels. Uh, main one I talk about real life stuff on. Don't watch it. It's horrible. You will literally have an existential crisis, uh, and it's very boring. But I have I, several times. You you actually have messaged me and been like, I had to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> like I'm, I'm tired of listening about all these people that hate the gays. Yeah, Jesus. Yeah, you you cover some rough stuff, man. Dude, I literally get death threats. It's weird. Um, but anyways, so off to off that, uh, if you want to hear something that's a little more enjoyable, I have a secondary channel called Necosurus, and there's where I actually talk about gaming stuff. I've got a video that's already made. I just haven't uploaded it yet. 
uh, that's going over an article uh, where a woman is basically saying that uh, grown men all should should not play video games at, at all. Uh, and it's very weird. And I, I almost covered it for my main channel. And then I was like, this is about games. I'm throwing it on the other one. Uh, but I also just did a uh, retrospective of Banjo-Kazooie over there because what I'm trying to do is as I complete a game uh, on my streams... On the same stream that I complete the game, I go ahead and get all of my thoughts out on paper, like as they're fresh and organic in my head, which means that sometimes it's a little it's a little meandering. Uh, but at the same time, they are they are my thoughts as as fresh and organic as they can possibly be, uh, which I feel like is one of the strengths and even one of the weaknesses of live stream formats anyway. So that's what I'm doing over there right now. There we go. Wayne, what are you up to? A lot. Um, I've been up so much the past couple of nights just trying to get this stuff done. Metroid Month is going to be a big thing on my channel. Um, if any of you out there like Metroid, please stop by. Got some really exciting stuff going on. Um, I keep talking about this secret project that's been happening. Well, next weekend, it sounds like it's going up, finally. Uh, it won't be on my channel, uh, but on the podcast, I should at least be able to share where it will be live yeah. next next week um the first video going up for metroid month i i haven't quite landed on the date it's going up it's either going to be a week from today or it's going to be like a day or two after that uh it's going to depend on how the other project uh when that goes up and, and everything like that uh i am working myself to the bone on this thing it is going to be like a half hour long it's a stupid big video and i've put together so many assets for this but i'm very excited about uh everything i put together here and i hope uh you guys enjoy it also a quick super chat from devin mccann $1.99 sonic spinball hd remake uh i will play it i would too <laughs> for you <Grudgingly. laughs> for you <clears throat> okay pop what are you doing uh, well, in a bit, I'm going to go out to the bar. Um, but first, I'm going to get showered <laughs> so I don't just, smell bad. Uh, I just, I want to meet, I want to meet women, man. I want to meet women. So if you but, live um, in the UK, oh. go bar hopping to find pup. Yeah, if, if, if you're a female as well, you might get to see my home. But anyways, um, <laughs> Bring what, a like, collar. Uh, what am I doing on my channel? Um, mm, well, uh, I make YouTube videos on YouTube. and Oh, shit. I promise you'll definitely like them. And if you don't, it's because you're a fucking psychopath. So, yeah. Okay. Well, I actually oh, I do have to get up. going, because uh, right. my dog really needs some help there. So, guys... The sun is setting on everything. The heat death is inevitable. Yep. Uh, guys, thank you so much for hanging out with us, and we'll, uh, we'll catch you next week with another random-ass topic, I'm sure. Bye. See ya.